Sat Pod. 104. Episode 2 in the new studio. And now another new microphone for me. Woo. Try and figure things out. It's the Spanish Announce Table Podcast where we talk about wrestling. And um, this week, well, like I said, week two in a new studio. But now we've got Brando back. I'm in a tiny little box with Scotty. Yeah, that's got to be weird. Hey, and I'm in a box like? where I can just look at my own reflection, so I don't really need to look at Brando. I can put the blinders on. That's good. Yeah, we're we're in a weird position in that I'm looking like across Scotty's field of view. He's looking yeah. straight ahead, <laughs> and then back. I'm looking straight ahead, but neither of us can really see each other. That's good. That's good. Uh, what What's new, boys? Well, let's go with Brando, because we haven't seen Brando in two weeks, so what, what's new with you, bud? That's true. I've been uh, just on a Netflix binge. Uh, finishing, catching up with shows that I've uh, that I've been behind on, starting new shows, uh, caught up on Better Call Saul, caught up on Walking Dead, uh, started Jessica Jones. Right, and I, I asked you what that was on your way in, and I still don't know what it, it is. So. It is a superhero, a little more of an obscure superhero. Okay. Very obscure. She's uh, like C-list for Marvel. Right, and she is. This is also like after she has quit being a proper superhero, and is now a private investigator. Oh, but still has her superpower. Oh which my, is, which is she is very strong okay. and can jump very high. That's good. Yeah, strength and jumping are two very solid. Which is things, funny because then she'll go back to being a normal superhero once Heroes for Hire backslash Defenders rolls around. Mm. Yeah, that seems to be where they're headed. Which is cool though. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, other than that, went out with my family for our uh, annual. Everyone who's around my age goes for their birthday celebration. Okay, so you just kind of do it all at once. Yeah, because there's uh, four or five of us that have birthdays in the same two-month span. So That's good. And yeah. uh, how was that? It was good. We went to this place, uh, Daddio's on White. Oh, yeah. phenomenal place. Uh, it is so good. It's like a little New Orleans-style uh, southeast uh, gumbo and fried chicken kind of place. Uh, it is delicious. Please tell me that you at least once did a Dusty Rhodes impression whilst in Daddio's. Uh, I didn't. Oh, no one baby, there. No one there. It. No one there would get it. That makes it even better. <laughs> when you start, <laughs> when they're just like, Brandon, well, did you get a list ball or something? Something. I'd like to order me a sweet tequila. Something like that. It's got uh, a yeah. really cool, like legit '50s gumbo diner vibe to it. Yeah, from everything from the music out. that plays. Yeah, I go there anytime you want. Interesting. Interesting. You ever had gumbo? Hella busy on weekends. I've had gumbo, like, once, I think. was my first time having gumbo. And I think, you know how when you're drunk, sometimes you tend to cling on to one thing that happens in the night? Yeah. Mine was how good gumbo (laughs) was. (laughs) All night. So that was a lot of, like, my drunk mingling with people at the bar was, you know what is great? Fucking gumbo. Good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Scotty, what's new with you, bud? Me? I'm trying to get my life together. In terms Again. of having a real regular job and not just picking up random shifts when I can. So you're you're back on the hunt? Yeah, I'm more on the hunt now. Okay. Decided it's probably good to get my life back together. Um, on that, I watched six hours of Cartoon Network <laughs> straight. That's, that goes hand in hand with getting yeah. your life together. Very true, yeah. Uh, watched a bunch of Steven Universe and the Crystal Gems. Never heard of it. Uh, it's by one of the people from Adventure Time. Okay. Rebecca Sugar, when she left, uh, started her own show. It's a great name. And I think I like it Rebecca maybe Sugar. more than Adventure Time. Okay. Uh, and then I also watched We Bear Bears, which is about three bears that live together. Uh, yes, the three little bears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, they make a lot of those style jokes. Uh, it's about a grizzly bear, no, really? a panda bear, and uh, a polar bear that live together. Okay. 
And it's the only weird thing about it was it was really modern in the sense of like they had an episode where they were trying to become like internet famous. And I was like, this is really modern for a cartoon. And I'm not sure how to feel about it. Mm. That's the way we're going in. That's yeah. The, that's the dream is to become internet famous. Nice. But overall, I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, the grizzly bear reminds me a lot of Warren. Good. He's just like, good. just kind of big, wacky guy. Brando would be Ice Bear, just serious, doesn't take shit. Because he's cold-hearted. Yeah. yeah ooh. And white. And so white. white. Yes, that's true. Um, yeah, I didn't do anything again this past week. Um, Warren, have you looked in at all to uh, pets we might be? Uh, I mean, other than just we should get this and quickly researching said pet and yeah. then going, yeah, no, we can't get that. So, so when wait, you, what did you ch- think you could get? So when, just so I'm clear, when you tell me we should get this, you are also researching it. Oh yeah, because that's the first thing I do too. Yes, immediately. Okay. Immediately. Okay. So what um, are like the conversations you've had where it's like we could get a like a iguana, or are you guys thinking like more domestic, like dog, cat? Uh, I don't well, think the sky's the limit. Pretty much open to anything. Although I think we've ruled out turtles, or I've ruled out turtles. Which is a shame, because they're still high on my list. I but. Don't, yeah, I don't need a turtle. That's now, I essentially am a turtle. Do you not need a turtle because you can't pet it, or because it would consume a lot of heat with like the heat lamps and shit? Well, I didn't even thought of that. That's true. That, yeah, it's heat lamps heat will, will run up your power bill. But. Yeah, but I thought a lot of turtles needed it cold or cool. I, I think they like one spot where it has a heat lamp, and they'll just go sit in it we'll for just like. Put, we'll leave the window open. You can sit on the kitchen table. That place is we'll always sunny. Just let them sit on the stove. It'll be fine. Yeah. We'll put them in a bowl of lukewarm water. <laughs> <laughs> Boil some water. It's room temperature. He'll be fine. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um. What else did we do? We discussed uh, uh, bearded dragons. Yeah. Ooh, that's a cool. popular one. Yeah. I've, I've, I've learned. I watched a video of a bearded dragon eat a big giant spider. Yeah. I've kind of soured on that idea a little okay. bit. Okay. That's kind of all it takes. Not completely written it off. That's kind of like me and snakes. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not afraid of snakes by any means, but when I no. see videos of them, like, eating stuff whole, I'm like, I don't want you to like be a, my pet. You're like <laughs> a baby hippo. Yeah. Oh, I watched that video once. I'm like, Jesus. Oh, That's this, crazy. Does the snake eat the baby hippo? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The well, jaw just breaks and it... See, my gone. biggest thing is that I, I'm not afraid of... Well, I'm actually genuinely afraid of, like, rodents. Like, I have a, a philia of it or whatever. Hmm. Or phobia, not phobia a philia. A... Yeah. So I wouldn't want to get a snake because I don't want to have to feed it fucking... Ophelia! <laughs> Ophelia boobs. Um, But, yeah, I wouldn't want to feed those... Animals like crickets, or like, I, I don't want there to be like True. bugs in my house or mice in my house that are just there to be fed. I don't want them at yeah. all. And I heard with the bearded dragons, the things have to be alive or they'll just ignore it. Yeah, because yeah. they want the thrill of the kill. It's Fucking all about the thrill of a kill. Perverts. See, at least turtle, you just feed them lettuce and you spray them with a spray bottle to give them the mist. Sure. Just mist the shit out of them. The mist. Why do, you, why do they need a mist? They, they, it's more like their natural habitat, I guess. I mean, like if you had listed. someone to just kind of give you a squirts when it got too hot, you'd probably take more it too. Yeah, I, I was no going to say, would anyone really decline a, a mister? Nope. Nope, I wouldn't. That's a good point. Great point. Um, well, the search continues. Okay. What um, We talked about dogs and yeah. cats. A cat. I'd have to be pretty fucking desperate to get a cat. I so think. The thing I'll is, give you mine. He's being a shit. The thing with cats for me is I'm not really a cat person. But I can respect their, like, no-attention-needed lifestyle. Okay. Where it's like, I'd feed the cat when it needs to be fed, and the cat's probably going to be okay. It's true. Whereas dogs, I'd rather have Mm. uh, from a pet point of view, but I also find myself being like, oh, God, what if Warren's gone for a while and i got to take the thing for a walk twice a day (laughs) and 
fucking things shitting on the carpet. And... I, I mean, I'd like to think that we would just fatten our dog up enough that it would not need a walk. It's probably like... Or get an old dog. Pet violation. Like, get a rescue dog, that. not like a puppy. Uh, just a couple pounds overweight, and then that way it can't can't walk. I, I think an English bulldog would be perfect, but you're opposed to the drool. I'm not a fan Ooh, of the drool. That'd be a lot yeah, I'm not a fan of the drool. But man, like I know a couple people who have English bulldogs, and those things are just happy to sit on the couch I, with you all yes, damn day. And I know that, and that is that is a it's a to catch twenty two. Yeah, me, because I thought about it, but the drool thing is just me. Boston Terrier is another one that we were talking about. Yeah, that I think oh, might work. Love Boston Terriers, they're so cute. They might need a, a daily walk, but uh, I think they're pretty low key. I agree. Yeah, and even the walk wouldn't be too much either because they're so small that could only walk very few. What, once that... around the block, and it's probably good. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame that that park buyer house isn't off leash. You just let the thing run around for a while. Well, I mean, if the dog's trained well enough, I, t- I think it's still illegal. Probably. But we could. Ah, I'm I more see. worried about the law than my dog. Any dog we get is going to love us. He's never going to run away. That's it's true. it's opposing people or newcomers that the dog might not be so cool with. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's kind of all that we've really seriously talked about at this point. Yeah. I thought about a hedgehog for a while, but apparently they're not that great. Yeah. Something yeah, you think yeah. that's really cute. I know a couple of people who own hedgehogs, and like they're like, you want to see it? And it's like, all right, it sits in the palm of your hand or on your leg, and that's it. What was that yeah. ugly fucking thing that you were sending me videos of? It was called the skinny pig. Right. Which that it was, was like hot. a hairless Guys, guinea pig. Guys, get a fucking pot belly pig. No, no, pot no. Pot belly pig. Those things are the most overrated pet in the world. And by that, I mean people look at them and think they're sweet, but apparently they're just a nightmare to is take that, care is of. Is that like the little teacup pigs that yeah. are like tiny little? No, yeah. I'm not, talking about getting a full-on fucking pig. Well, we can't We're, do We that. can't do that. They're wa- they like wallow these- in nature. They're going to like tear our shit apart just trying to roll around and fucking probably poo just to roll around It'd in it. like having poo. a big dog. Everywhere poo. Well, we can't have a big dog because our apartment has size restrictions and- have to clear the breed with them before we make it. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of hoops. Oh, okay. So you do have to inform the, the yeah. rental building. We there's have an to extra pay. fee a month, which it, makes it, no fucking sense. I negotiated it as a yearly thing for monthly fee. And I, our monthly fee, I think, is $5. It's Still. F- it's 5 or 15 but, Why? Yeah. Why Why am I paying more when I'm already having to pay more by getting this pet? Right. It's not like, it's, it. like if we lived... On our own, we'd be paying full rent. Sure. We live together. We each pay half rent. Yeah. With the dog jumping in, he should just have to split our part of the rent. And then it's a third. He pays a third of the rent and we're good. Right. He'll make that money doing show dog stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to win competitions and shit. That's good. Um, Yeah. That's kind of it. Mm -hmm. Petgate. 2016. And I, the other thing that I always, because I bug Warren about this all the time, but I also always want to make it very clear. It's like, you need to go get it because if we ever go our separate ways, I'm not taking it. <laughs> so it will be on record as Warren's pet. It's Warren's pet. I will you're down help, to live with him for the time being. I will happily take care of it That's while fair. I'm living with him. But That's good. Um, yeah. I, other than that, nothing. I've mm. been watching that 70s show. Yeah. A little bit of Friends sprinkled in, a little bit of Trailer Park Boys sprinkled in because the new season's coming Season out Season 10, motherfucker. Getting your uh, half-hour comedy on. Yeah. Yeah, just some sitcoms. Yeah. Lots of sitcoms. You're coming off Sons of Anarchy, so you want to cleanse the palate yeah. a little bit. Yeah, just dumb it down. Yeah. <laughs> I swear I can't it. get away from that show right now. Yeah, your brother's still watching it? And my mom and dad now. Oh. So when I had dinner with them, there was three people talking about Sons of Anarchy, me being like, that guy kind of looks like Macaulay Culkin, don't you think? 
And they're like, yeah, I guess, whatever. He's like, boy, you look like Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> I think he looks more like Macaulay than I do. You should, uh, you should watch that show. I should. I've seen some episodes that like are clips with my brother, yep. and I'm like, okay, so they go to Belfast at some point. Yeah, yeah, huh? that's, that's and there's like the shit. whole baby drama and or they get, whatever. And they get a custom theme song for the show that has yeah. like an Irish spin on yeah, it. Yeah, they Ooh, Celtic cool. up the theme. Yeah, yeah I hear cool. the music is phenomenal in terms of just it is the vibe. Yeah. As soon as like. If there was no dialogue to the show and it was just music and uh, like black and white imagery or even mm. color imagery, uh, that that would just paint enough of a picture as its own. We were talking about this on the podcast yesterday on uh, Talking Reckless, but the uh, some of the craziest stuff that happens in that show happens with yeah no dialogue in the middle of like a musical montage. And then oh, all of a sudden, cool. it's like, oh, a major character died during this yep. whole thing. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. So, like, the three different scenes I've seen, so I, I have no context for the show, so you guys might find it funny, is I've seen the main villain lady. Okay. The one who uh, plays Leela. Or is. Katie uh, Seagal, yeah. 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 Uh, is debatably a villain. I, I've heard she's the main villain of the series. I don't actually know. Uh, it depends on uh, how you look yeah. at it and how much that person who told you that has seen. I. Uh, Two people I know who finished the series say that like a lot of times like an episode will end and you'll be like, "You snaky bitch!" Yeah, like, you she, want, you you do want her to die quite. She does often. a lot of stuff yeah. to like <laughs> either happens. hurt the business or hurt the family. Yeah. Okay. So I've seen her hold uh, a gun to a baby. Okay. Uh, like like for like as a ransom thing to a nun. Yeah, that happened. I've in Ireland. seen Macaulay Culkin try to get the baby and then leave the baby. Don't know who Macaulay Culkin is. It's Jack. Uh, Jack's. He's you think, really? I think I he looks like thick Macaulay Culkin. Like I don't see it at all. Other than the beard is kind of the same color in that it's really blonde. I don't see it, but I... I, I don't know. To me right. and a couple other okay. people, I guess, he's kind of got that vibe to him. And the other thing I saw was a standoff between, I think, like the Suns Gang, yep. uh, the Aztecs, the Mayans, the Mayans, the Mayans sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Same, They're very, same very similar gangs. Yes. Yep. Um, and then there's like the police in the middle, and they have like a standoff for like four hours. Oh, right in the middle of Main Street. Yeah. yeah. I was walking that across my dope. parents' <laughs> house, and my brother's watching, and I'm like, wait, holding the beer, being like, shit, I'm just going to, like, I might as well sit on the couch. Yeah, I'm very intrigued at this yeah. point. It's good. So I'm I'm literally like seeing one more clip away from it or hearing one more person talk about it from being like fuck it going home and starting this bad boy. You, you should just do that right now. No, just it. just do it. We're right. telling you right now. Leaving the pod right now, boys. Got to go start sons. All right. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> um. Okay. Shall we get into the news? A lot of news this week, as mm-hmm. a matter of fact. But ton of news. It all, all right. came at the same time. It's true. Uh, and God willing, you guys can hear what I play on my computer this week. Unlike last week. When we had that little mishap when Scotty just randomly. Oops. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, what do we have for news today? <laughs> I didn't know if the news drop know, was going yet. I know, I know. It wasn't Are, your fault. Is the music playing in your room? Um, or is it nope. playing through your headphones? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think it would just play through my headphones. Because, kind of the way it's coming through, I'm wondering if it's playing through your room and I'm hearing it through your mic. That's how it was. Because it doesn't week. sound nearly as voluptuous as your voice. Well, and that's the thing is that in here, my voice sounds really weird, like yeah. really quiet compared to your guys's. So yeah, no, you sound great in our a lot, of, a lot of uh, hurdles to jump over. But anyways, we're we're gonna play the we're gonna go to the news bed right now. Okay, and hope to God this works out for everyone. Okay, and now. Spanish announced table news. Dig, dig, dig it, dig it. 
So when I turn down those monitors, <laughs> you totally can't hear it no, anymore. I'm just hearing the music through your microphone and the music's playing in your room. I wonder if that whole first part is going to have some crazy feedback now that I had those speakers turned up that whole time. I wonder time. if the intro is going to, like, you'll hear the music twice, like... A second later. Well, we'll figure that out at the end of the show, I guess. <laughs> Woo, five but star five. right now, <laughs> let's do the news, Brandon Lynch. <laughs> what have you got? I don't know if I can anymore. Yeah. Uh, okay, a lot of stuff came out of this uh, WrestleMania press conference thing. Uh, WrestleMania 33 uh, was announced yesterday. It's going to be hosted at the Citrus Bowl in Orlando, Florida. On April 2nd, 2017, uh, Citrus Bowl last hosted WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania 24 in 2008, which is, uh, that's the one with uh, Taker vs. Edge, Michaels vs. Flair, uh, Big Show vs. Money Mayweather, uh, Drew Ah, uh-huh, yes. One of, the, one of the mainstays of WrestleMania. Marquee matches. <laughs> uh, drew over 74,000 at that one, uh, and then WrestleMania 28 was kind of just down the road at uh, Sun Life Stadium, so uh, they're been in Florida. They Quite like a bit Florida. Lately. Yeah. They've almost made that kind of their home away from home, so to speak. Yeah, home base. Like Connecticut, obviously, you have the headquarters. But other than that, they do a lot of stuff in Florida. Yes. So, good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wish it was more different stadiums before they came back to one. But at the same time, I mean, they're going to do it well there. So That's the thing. And at they- least they know. That they can do it well right. there instead of being like, oh, let's go try Philly mm. or something and being like, well, this was a train wreck. Let's go to Vancouver. It's kind of the same thing with like uh, them going to Dallas. Like, yeah, Dallas and Texas is a wrestling market, but that's a huge ass arena they have to fill. Mm-hmm. Right? Versus when they're like, we know in the past we've sold out the End Life Stadium or whatever, and they're just fine with that. Yeah. 74,000 is what they put up there, uh, in case I didn't say that, for uh, WrestleMania 24. Okay. So expect them to, I mean, I assume do something similar unless they can find a different way to fit more seats in. It's going to be a big drop-off from this year when right. they hit 100,000. But I think that was always the plan. You can't keep you going. Can't, you exactly. can't keep setting the record. Yes, exactly. Uh, more news coming out of this whole WrestleMania press conference. John Cena was there. Yep. Uh, and he noted for the very first time since his WrestleMania debut at WrestleMania 20 at MSG, John Cena will be missing the granddaddy of them all. Uh-huh. So his streak ends at 11, 11 in a row. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. No, it would be 12, wouldn't it? 20 through 32. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Or yeah. 20 through 31. Yeah, that'd be correct. True. 12. Yeah. Uh, Randy yeah. Orton's also on a streak of a whole bunch in a row that he's going to fuck up by missing this year, too. Yeah, which is always too bad. Yeah, it is what it is, though. But, Hot I mean, some new, like a lot of guys are going to be having their first one now, so. Fill that spot. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, And obviously anything can be a work. In wrestling, maybe he is totally ready to come back, and this is all a work, but I think this is as close as we've seen to no John Cena. Mm -hmm. He said he'd be there, but he won't be competing. Right. He won't be wrestling. He could very well do like a like a Hulk Hogan shtick of like come out and intro the show or whatever. We can only hope. Maybe he'll perform one of his songs. He should perform with Flo Rida. Sure. And it should be like kind of the, the healing of the rivalry they had during the whole Cena Rock thing. Okay. And then Machine Gun Kelly could maybe also. And then Kevin Owens comes out and power bombs him again. Yes. And just murders him again. Just fucking kills him. I like it. I have more news. Okay. Out of Orlando. Gentlemen. 
Uh, sounds like there's finally going to be a physical Hall of Fame for the WWE, or at least something to that effect. Uh, opening in Orlando before WrestleMania 33 rolls into town. Attractions Management, which is a magazine, okay. uh, was apparently told from sources at Universal Studios Orlando, which I've been to, uh, that the physical Hall of Fame slash restaurant would be built on Universal City Walk in the location currently occupied by NBA City, which I've never been to. My brother's been there. Hmm. So is this in actual Universal Studios it is, itself? It is across the street. So you don't have to pay admission to Universal Studios no. in no. order to... Okay, no. that's good. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought. It's kind of just like you could buy memorabilia for like... They have like a gift shop along that strip and a yeah. bunch of different like... Yeah. restaurants. All the stuff they won't let in the walls, but are like, well, if we're close to there, we'll make a killing. Sure. Because I, I went to Universal in uh, California, mm. and they have a very similar setup. Right. In that there's a sports memorabilia store that's right outside the gates. Yeah. That is probably the exact same thing. So, yeah, that's, that's cool. I, I, I've i always said, why have they not done sort of a, some sort of a physical Hall of Fame? Mm. Well, especially because they have, like, especially, I think it was last year when we saw pictures from Access, we're like, Man, look at all the cool shit that they have that are just sitting in a warehouse until they need to bring it out. Yeah. Like the Ultimate Warrior stuff or uh, the Andre the Giant statue. Uh, not sure if you how well you guys remember this. This would have been right at the start of your guys' uh, wrestling viewing careers. Okay. <laughs> uh, this place that they're building, they said, is going to be very similar in style to The World, which yeah, was yeah. their yeah. big... Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, Times Square venue where they'd throw to all the time from. Uh, oh, and they'd be like, "This guy's." Oh, we got Mick Foley on stage with all these people screaming in the it's background. Steve Blackman here's, at WWE New York. Terry Runnels stripping and shaking her ass in front of a group of horny men. Ah. And now yeah. Jerry Lynn. That's also yeah. where Shawn Michaels got out of his wheelchair and kicked it backwards, saying, "Yo, dog, I coming for you." Yeah, or something to that effect. I believe no. That's a direct. Is quote. WWE yeah. Niagara Falls still around? <laughs> Uh, I have no, no. idea. No? The, the, the physical store is still there, and the handprints on the wall are all still there, but it's not in, a, like, the they do not operate business. It's not the attraction it once was? No. Okay. No. All right. Get out of Orlando. Talk a little bit about Cobb County, Georgia. Yeah. Georgia's so slow. <laughs> <laughs> this man was anything but Georgia's slow. The big boss man, real name Ray. <laughs> Maybe. Ray Taylor Jr. will be the next inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2016. Love it. it was announced yesterday. I think CBS Sports broke this. I think you're right. But the more, the more that different sites keep breaking them, I think the WWE is just going to them and being like, announce this so it looks like we transcend there. wrestling. Yeah, TMZ, you get one. Yeah. CBS, ESPN, you get one. Rolling yeah. Stone had the Freebirds. Yeah. yeah. You so, could be right. You could be totally right. Just it just like, seems weird that it's like four different guys, four different... Oh, let's, yeah, it's yeah. not like oh shit. TMZ keeps jumping the gun Those or something bastards. like that. No, yeah, that's true. Uh, so uh, big boss man gimmick was uh, very true to life for Taylor as he was a prison guard <laughs> in Cobb County, Georgia, prior to becoming a pro wrestler. I did not know that. I yeah, did. was legitimately a prison guard. Mm. Uh, started wrestling in the WWF in 1988, went to 1993 before a brief stop in all Japan before spending five years in the WCW and returning to the WWE in 1998. At his last match, 2003, losing to Tommy Dreamer. Wow. Yep. Passed away of a heart attack at the age of 41 on September 22nd, 2004, at his home in Dallas, Georgia, not Texas. Uh, so, congrats to him. I can't believe that he passed away so long ago, because I looked that up yesterday, 
Like, oh, what was that? Like five, six years ago? Nope. No, that was 12 years ago. Yeah. Which is insane. That was in the the bad streak there of the early 2000s where guys were just dropping like flies Mm -hmm. and all because of not the greatest reasons. I mean, 41 had a heart attack. That's that's unfortunate. Yeah. Totally. But uh, completely deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best big men in the business, not just because he's freakishly tall. Like, he was a heavyset guy and And he could move around. Yeah. Um, Warren, did you have a big boss man shirt? Uh, yeah, I did. Where it's like the, um, the costume shirt? Yes. Or do you have the one that says, like a boss? That, no, that's the one. Like a boss. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Although I could see you rocking the, the costume shirt, too. I don't know where that like a boss shirt went now that you say that. Sasha Banks has it. Right. Mm. Copyrighted took, it. Took Warren's his big boss man shirt. Stormed into our apartment and just stole it. And then What's like funny? jumped off the balcony and stretched it out like a flying squirrel to get away. <laughs> <laughs> Parachuted <laughs> down with that bad boy. What's funny is, uh, you guys know the game WrestleFest, like the arcade game? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was playing with a guy I used to live with, Ben Ulmer, and we were playing on WrestleFest, and we, we did tag team mode, and I've never done played the game so successfully. Like I beat like four stages or whatever, okay. and the ultimate tag team is him as Sergeant Slaughter and me as Big Boss Man. Reasons sure. we picked those characters, we thought we were player two and or like the other side. <laughs> so we were like, yeah, we're going to be Jake the Snake Roberts and Mr. Perfect. And then we picked the wrong guys. Mm. But it worked in our but favor. it turned out to be the right That's guys. Good. That's good. And I could see those guys tagging as a team, like some authority gimmick. Mm-hmm. Sure. Authority gimmick is overworked. Uh, this is the only one on that list that broke earlier that was not on said list. Right? Yeah. Big Boss Man, because they had been bang on everyone right. so far with Sting and the Freebirds and everyone that's been announced, but uh, they did not have Boss Man on that, so that makes me think maybe they threw some sort of a curveball upon reading that list or just added to it, maybe. Right. And I uh, I heard uh, on a site that I will call rumor more so than news that the other two are going to be Jacqueline and Stan Hansen. And Stan Hansen was also not on the oh, original Oh, Stan Hansen list. would be cool. They still have to do somebody for a celebrity. So, uh, wait, yeah, well, too. it's got to be Regis Philbin. Regis! <laughs> Let me! Um, yeah. Especially got, after they're doing a theme for Mania now. I got one WWE-related story left. Okay. This one's a funny one. Here we go. Rhino. What you know about Rhino? He's great. Uh, master of the gore from yeah. Michigan or De- Detroit, Michigan. He's also the guy that you want to call if your van gets stuck on a frozen lake. That's fair. Yes. No, I heard he was Christian. crying in that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why it would be fun to call him. Well, now he's going to be the master of a small Michigan-based <laughs> Republican party. Uh, Maybe. Rocking a hell of a bow tie. Yeah. Uh, WWE's Rhino, real name as he will be using going forward. Uh, Terrence Guerin. Terrence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has announced his intentions. <laughs> has announced his intentions to run for political office in as a state representative in Dearborn, Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he will be uh, running as a Republican. So go Trump. Yeah, that bow tie look was <laughs> just strange. Yeah, this Scotty, blue and yellow. You told me about this. Like we were texting as we do every day or every before every show. Uh, what do you got for news and. I texted my stuff, and then you come out of nowhere with this story, and I had not heard a single word about this. <laughs> so I Google it thinking, like, you must have misread or, like, this must have been a, like, satire site or something. Nope. Nope. Completely <laughs> real. And that picture's the first thing that popped up. Him yeah. just smiling with his hair in a ponytail, the beard, and that fucking bow tie. And he's just like, 
proud as a motherfucker. I could see how I you got could, this because you're such a big Rhino guy. Yeah. I could see how e- instantly you'd be like, "This is fake, Scott. Mm. You misread something, like, or you're out just of trying." All wrestlers, Rhino, you're such a yeah. weird dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I think Rhino is a really smart and intellectual guy. Actually, like from what I've heard about him or sure. seen in interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would never take him as a, a guy who's going to go try to run for politics. Yeah, he's no uh, Jesse Ventura. Like, it seems no. like it, when you're out of wrestling, you either do one of three things. You either start up a podcast, okay. go into politics, yep. or have a sex tape. Or have a sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> Brando, spot on with the punchlines. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've yeah got I, he'd have my more. vote. If, if I was voting or if this is even a vote, I would vote for Rhino. I think you have to live in Michigan for the the specific. Well, I assume you have for. to live in Dearborn, Michigan. Michigan yeah, <laughs> that would make sense. Got to live guess. in that neighborhood. Yeah. Good. Uh, what do you got, Scotty? Uh, I've got two quick indie things. Um, first one, Yoshi Tatsu, who was injured back in December 2014, yeah, at the hands of AJ Styles in the uh-huh. Styles Clash. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We'll be returning to in-ring stuff this April. Hot damn! He was probably waiting for AJ to leave. Yeah, yeah, he needed AJ to get out in New Japan, like to get out of the continent. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, he I can wrestle again. I was just wrestle in Asia if he's still there. <laughs> he's just rocking in a padded cell somewhere yes. until AJ left. Uh, no, he's doing super shitty uh, commentary. Clash. Oh, <laughs> Have you ever heard Yoshi's English commentary on anything, Brando? Uh, no, I bet you it's spot on. Though. Oh, I heard him it's cut the promos, but. Okay, so Matt Stryker and Kevin Kelly did the English commentary for New Japan's big events. Because they'll show them a north side or you can buy them on pay-per-view. Got a bunch of white folk to do the New Japan events? They're doing the English commentary for it. Should be Yoshi Tatsu. No, but they ask Yoshi Tatsu a question and be like, Yoshi, what do you think of the Bullet Club? Yes, they are good. That's all he says. <laughs> That's what I want from my Japanese oh, it's commentary. Funaki 2.0. Oh, Funaki's great on the Ed Show. Yeah, or Ed, yeah I'm just calling it the Ed Show now. Because he doesn't actually speak. He just... Pretends to speak, and they have Howard Finkel. I'm I'm more just about the the obscure costumes they put him in. Like he's yeah, a, that's true. He's a hot dog one week, and then he's a knight or a piece of pizza. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else? Yeah, Ronda Rousey was spotted at PWG's All Star Weekend 12 this weekend. Hmm. Uh, on the same night of UFC 196. Sure. Sure. I don't I don't know the numbers. I know yeah. it's getting up there. It was 198. Was it 198? No, maybe it was 196. It might have been six. I, 198 is one that just they're happened. in the 90s somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she was there and she sat behind the commentary desk, uh, which is like, they allow fans to sit there if they pay for it or whatever. So she sat right next to like Excalibur and she was with a big group of her friends. So it's funny that the night Holly Holm lost, she didn't even really care. She was out watching pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, and then on that same show, there was a new PWG world heavyweight champion. Roderick Strong lost the belt to Zack Sabre Jr. from England, who is literally a technical wizard. Good. He's so. literally a wizard. That's his gimmick. He's a like he has a hat, uh, wand. Cloak? He'll, he'll come out with a wand, a cloak. Good. No, I wish. What's wear- in his sleeve, Scotty? He's rocking a wizard sleeve, and I don't mean he's got a big pussy. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus! Yep, going Imagery. with those. Can Such- we edit that out? No, nope. we're keeping it, man. I gotta get, I gotta get really obscene for the other pods I'm gonna be on. Uh, is that it for you? That's all I got, good sir. I want to tell you guys about what's gonna be happening at the PWA 15th anniversary show. I thought oh. you were gonna say more PWG. Some shit going on. That's some st- crazy big stuff got announced. Tell me, uh, tell me the shit on Twitter, as a matter of fact. So they confirmed last week that Jay Lethal will be there, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yep. He's the current ROH World Heavyweight Champion. Yep, that's correct, okay. Warren. I like the little creep. <laughs> I know, <laughs> not so subtle at all. <laughs> um, that's his fact checking sound. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's me leaning over to see if I'm right. 
Uh, and he will be defending said title here in Edmonton against I, Lance Storm, of all people, which is going to actually, I think, be a really good match. Yeah. Also like, against the wishes of ROH, yeah, apparently. Which is, a, that's so cool that he, he did that on Twitter. Yeah. To be like, yeah, uh, you know what? Against all of the wishes of Ring of Honor, I will defend this title. So. Mm-hmm. He's going to bring it. He's going to defend It's great. I you know, love it. Do you know why the other reason he would say against the wishes of ROH? Hmm. Uh, Lethal's supposed to have a deal where he's not supposed to be on indies. That's why I couldn't believe that they had got him. Because a lot of the guys in Ring of Honor have signed exclusive deals now. Right. Jay Lethal being the first guy that they signed that deal to. Maybe it just hasn't kicked in yet? No, it's, it, it's kicked in. Because like two huh. weeks ago, he was on Colt Cabana's podcast. And Colt's like... What's the email for people to book you? And he goes, I don't have that right now. I've got an exclusive deal with Ring of Honor. So, I don't know. That's super crazy that they were able to bring this in. We're kind of a big deal in Edmonton. I'm going to have to. I wonder if it's. No, because they're going to tape that show, aren't they? Like, film it? I would assume so, yeah. Because sometimes the deal is like, oh, they can appear on shows as long as it's not like an iPay-per-view or filmed. Okay. But uh, well, I mean that maybe they're not gonna film it. You didn't hear me say that they're gonna film maybe it. Maybe not because I it think didn't me. the last time Lance Storm wrestled his match didn't make the DVD. We'd like, have to ask Big like, Bad Boris like about that. Two months ago, you're saying yeah, when he wrestled like that uh, match never made it to DVD. I'm pretty sure uh, from the wishes of Lance. I might be wrong, but I'm, maybe I yeah. thought that was the story I had heard from the PWA boys. Yeah, there are uh, there are wrestling clauses where it's like yeah. all you can do all that stuff as long as there's no record, no film record. Well, I'll tell you what, what, Big Bad Boris somehow is going to join us next week. I don't know how we're going to make that work. There's going to be a sharing of a microphone or somewhere, or maybe I can get him on this one. I don't know. We'll figure that out next week, but he'll uh, he'll have more answers on all that stuff. Good. So we'll let, we'll let him talk on it, but I just want to tell everybody because I think that's fucking dope. And didn't they announce some more stuff today too? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, uh, Jinder Mahal also coming to be on that show. Yeah. So they're doing a, uh, a tag team match of kind of like Survivor Series, I'm assuming, so... Um, yeah, I'm sure there'll be more details on that. But I, uh, Ginger Hall and um, Jay Lethal. Mm. From Edmonton, so. That's pretty cool. In terms of like, I always think it's cool when there's like one notable name from either another promotion or he used to be on TV or something. The yeah. fact there's two, this show will probably be a must see. And I mean, Nate Jim's really big. So having more names on it will help people come. For I've never, sure. I've never seen a show in the Nate Jim either. So I'm pretty fucking stoked for that too. That's where I saw my first PWA show. I think I've seen about three or four at the the Nate gym back in the day. I'm just excited to go back to Nate. That's where we went to. That's where Satpod started. That's true. Just like PWA, that is where the Satpod started. It was at the Nate campus radio station. A little upstairs booth. Yeah, it was great. We Broadcasting might, to hundreds. We should probably stroll down there after the show, maybe. Yeah, see just if we can see if they changed those passcodes on those doors and I stuff. Bet you they didn't. They did, but who knows? Bet you they. I didn't. don't know. Ours was zero zero zero, so <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> and then I think one year wasn't it one two three four? Probably. Yeah, that's good. Okay, uh, we good for news? Anything else? Last minute? No. Nope. All right, let's uh, let's let's move on into the Monday Night Raw. Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall, the saints, and across the nation, and it's a. The Allstate Arena in Chicago, Illinois. Ty Town. Very popular arena amongst wrestlers, as I find out. Yeah. The farther and farther we get into this wormhole of wrestling. 
Allstate, yeah. Izod is another one. Yeah, or just Chicago in general is a huge wrestling city. True. Like, Indies go there and do extremely well. Yep. Raw goes there, and the show seems a lot more fun to watch just based off the crowd being into it. Um, so gearing up to this, sh- well, throughout the day leading up to this show, there was uh, the guy on Reddit whose username escapes me at the moment. Uh, he's the same guy that put up two weeks ago that something big's going to happen tonight, and then Shane McMahon showed up. So it's it's believed that this Reddit user is a, uh, a, a someone for them or on the insider inside. or something. Like Knicks fan, something, something. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he had said earlier on Monday that uh, something big was going to happen. It wasn't necessarily as big as Shane McMahon, but that it was going to be something that almost everybody was going to like. So that piqued my interest. Yeah, we went into this show excited. Yes, um, not really knowing. I avoided all spoilers, which yep, was good. Me too. Even though Scotty was tweeting up a storm that night. I'm trying to get good. us to 5,000 tweets before Mania. Okay. is that the- No, you should get us to 5,000 tweets by the end of Mania. And okay. 5,000 Either or. Tweet. I just want us to have 5,000 tweets. Uh, yeah, I was live tweeting Raw last night. That's good. Talking to the other podcasts. That's also good. It was a fun time. I learned uh, I could do GIFs on Twitter now. Yeah. from Because yeah, I downloaded that update on that yeah, keyboard yeah. thing. And yeah. like I was like, ah, oh, because I could never figure out how to save GIFs on my phone. And I was like, you just search for them? So I was putting in everything from like Wyatt Family, Kalisto, and then just going into whatever I could find. So expect some GIFs on yeah. the SAP on Twitter. The interactiveness. Um, and also another reason I was excited for the show before watching it was because it was in Chicago and we knew Shane McMahon was going to be on the show and I was excited to see how they reacted to him and fully expecting a pretty big pop. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened to start the show. Uh, Shane McMahon started, they went nuts for him. Uh, he started talking about why he wants to be in charge of raw. He was then interrupted by the gong of the undertaker. Yep. Which we both Brando and I went, Oh shit. He, we didn't know he was scheduled too. This is awesome. Yeah. And then the lights come back up and Vince's music hits, which I thought was fucking brilliant. It's genius. It, it got me for sure because I'm like, I go from like, oh, shit, to ah, yeah. but, it, but it's a good awe. It's not like I'm fucking de- disappointed. I'm just like, you led me astray. Right. Yes, and, you got me. Yeah, yeah you got exactly. me, Vince. You got me. Like, you got me to pop out of my seat and then go, ah. Because Vince comes out doing a really over-exaggerated strut, yeah. like, ha you dumb bastards, <laughs> and you just sit there and you're like, you're a fucking genius. I love and hate you right now. Yeah. Which is good. Um, they started giving him a lot of what chants. Yeah, asshole. Uh, they started chanting asshole at him. And this is where he conducts at the, when they're saying asshole, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was great. great. He's such a good asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it was during the asshole chant when he finally said, oh, that died quickly. Is that all you got? And in my head, I'm going... Did you just ask a Chicago crowd, is that all they've got when mm-hmm. it comes to chanting? Because you're probably going to get a CM Punk chant, and that is exactly what happened immediately after. They chanted CM Punk, uh, and then he still, after that, was like, yeah, that one died quick, too. Guess that's all you got. And yeah, like, every quickly. time that they were like, they'd go hard, and I'm like, oh, CM Punk, like, to be expected, he's a hometown guy or whatever. Sure. Yes. They wish he was back. And I was just like, and then it died, and Vince, like, gets on the mic immediately, and I'm like, man... Vince is actually serving the fans right now because, yeah. like, they're trying to get under his skin, but they're giving up so fast. Yeah. And, and I think what I think that was mainly was just that they chanted CM Punk and they were waiting to see his reaction so that when he started talking, everyone just shut up to be like, okay, what's he going to say about this? Mm-hmm. Is he going to reference him? Is he, how does he handle this? Yeah. And Vince is just like, yep, yep. 
ended quickly, as yeah. I assume. Like, the chance did end really quickly, but I think that's exactly why uh, you're right in that they're like, well, we want to see what you're how you're going to handle this. And then they saw it, and they're like, okay, yep. <laughs> that's fine. Yep. On with the show. Yeah, moving on now. <laughs> Uh, Vince reveals a photo of himself and Shane from, uh, I think he said it was on their way to Shane's first ever viewing of a wrestling match or show. Mm, yeah. Uh, and he stomps on it. Won't be needing this anymore, will we? Drops it on the ground and drops the fucking foot on it and cracked it. Uh, and Vince uh, then sends security after Shane and uh, Shane beats up four men. Yes. Not well. After watching it a second time, I oh, thought it I... was a little sloppy. Sure. Oh, it was. It, I didn't like. I like everything. Like him sending out uh, security. I like the way Shane talks to security. But as soon as he touches them, I'm like, this is lame. It, it almost looked like Shane was afraid of making contact too much. That yeah. he was just holding back too much as well. Except yeah. for the one guy who got stuck on the ropes. Because then when Shane goes like, "Oh motherfucker, you got stuck," and he. Throws the guy over, yeah. like he flipped the dude over the rope. Yeah, I did enjoy Vince going, "Get him!" Yeah, get him! <laughs> uh, that made me laugh. But yeah, this whole episode seemed to be very much, um, and not just this segment, but kind of the video packages they did uh, during the show and and commentary talking about Shane's career, being like, "Okay, we're gonna spend this episode giving people a reason to think Shane has a shot." Sure. Like, yeah. let's. This is where we're gonna turn him from. You haven't wrestled in all these years to everything that you've done and everything that you can yep. do. Because later on in the show, they did a whole video montage of yeah. his in-ring career retrospective and him jumping off of You show the things. top yeah. 10 chain moments where he all flies. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. JBL was saying during it, it's like, oh, let's not sell this kid short. He's beaten Shawn Michaels. He's beaten well, the big show. Yeah. yeah he's... Hands down, like the ang- it wasn't like the whole show was about that angle, but yeah. throughout the whole show, even near the end, there's a, a Vince Stephanie moment where Stephanie's like, Dad, he's fearless. Like, he, yeah. he will do anything. Yeah. So, yeah, they did their really good job of putting Shane in the spotlight. Uh, I love when security or fake cops come out because I get to play my favorite game called. Can you spot the indie guy? And I think I figured out who one of the security guys are. I think it was David Starr from CZW was the white cop. Good. So, meh, aside from that, I couldn't really tell who they were this time. They did look very um, indie wrestler-esque. Yeah, though. indie or developmentally kind of guys. More than usual, which is funny. But um, Okay, so yeah, that was the opening segment. Then we go into Kevin Owens taking on Neville. Uh, Owens wins with a roll-up after, uh, well, he pulled the tights on it as well. And then after the match, Owens uh, was beaten up on Neville. Uh, Neville did some crazy shit in this match, Neville too. Neville broke, we broke like, four new moves or something. Yeah, shit. this match uh, I thought was amazing, and I thought on any other night where they didn't have the tag match, this would have been an easy match of the night. Um, this was my match of the night. I, I yeah. like the tag match as well. Uh, this one just... Neville looks so good in it, even though he loses because of a roll-up, whatever. Right. But... Shooting star to the floor lands on his feet. Ridiculous. Standing shooting star press right afterwards, still sick. Yeah. Whatever the fuck he did on that second rope. Yeah. That, I've never even seen that before. Yeah. And I was uh, I was telling Warren, I was like, it, we shouldn't feel like this, but this is kind of where we've got to the point where Neville is doing these spots that should be like main event pay-per-view caliber holy shit spots and he's doing like four of them during a match and it's kind of the point now where I barely pop for them because he does them 
so well and he never screws them up. So yeah. it's like, oh, it's shooting star press to the outside. There was a time where I would have lost my shit yeah. if someone did a shooting star press to the outside. Totally. And now Neville's doing it. And I was like, oh, there goes Neville. He only did one backflip this time. <laughs> Yeah, only one rotation yeah. on that, and that's a that's a good thing for him. That's a like I, I I say that and it sounds bad, but that's like I think he is on a whole nother level. I think the only person close is Seth Rollins. Yeah, it's not that you're taking like um, all his crazy high spots for granted. You're just so used to them now, and they yeah. look so smooth and flawless that you're just like, there they are. It's not yeah. like back in the day where you're like. Jeff Hardy hit one good flying move. Yeah. Yes, and it was crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, I, and my response to you saying that was they just don't seem to book him though. Yeah. He does all this crazy stuff. He's a great athlete. He's good at what he does. Maybe not the best speaker. I get that. He's not good on the stick, but at least like put him in a tag team or like give him a shot at tag team. Go do something with him instead of having him be in this weird black hole of four or five guys that you mentioned on when we were watching. Yeah, the Kevin. always seem to just wrestle each other. Right, the Dolph Ziggler, Tyler Breeze. The revolving door of yeah. mid-cards. Yeah, it's like, oh, which one, which, which of these two guys are you putting together this time for a great match, but a match that will never get either of them anywhere. And it just means nothing, right? You're watching this match, and you're like, this is good, but why do I yeah. care, right? Like, what is getting a, getting a win going to get you here? Is Neville winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royal this year? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, Might sure. Well. we'll give it to him. Is the Andre the Giant Battle Royal even happening this year? They haven't even mentioned that yet. They got two more weeks till Mania. They could announce it. Yeah. They got true. three more oh, weeks. Oh, three? Yeah, it is. Three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then after the match, Kevin Owens attacks um, Neville. Uh-huh. Beats him up a little bit. Uh-huh. Picks up his title, goes to leave, and then hesitates. Uh-huh. And it's when he hesitated... That I realized I didn't have a hat on my head. Right. So I stood up, ran over to my hat, picked it up, put it on, sat down just in time. Important to note before you say it, the hat was not off because you had already thrown it. No, it was just I hadn't. Your your house is where you hang your hat at the end of the day. He was, yeah, he was choosing to let his head breathe. And I need a hat in case something happens to throw my hat. Right, as is tradition. I stood up and got it, sat back down, and my ass barely touched the chair. Before Sami Zayn's music hit. Yeah. So it was like hat was on for about three seconds. Yeah. Boom! Across the room. Yeah. My hat went the other way across yeah, the room. Kind of zigzag. Yeah. It was <laughs> they cool. crossed in the middle. It was like yeah. a DX pyro it flying through our living room. Exactly like that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so Sami Zayn comes out. He prevents uh, Owens, who was trying to do the uh, apron power bomb move that yeah. he tries to do, uh, and comes out, and they just kind of brawl, and it. Fucking was great. Yep. Was Crowd was insanely hot for it. They did it in the right city where they could yes. bring this guy out and they would know who he is. Yeah. Get a big pop for him. Make it feel like it's making a big impact. And yep. this is genius. This is fucking, fucking genius. And now we're good because Kevin Owens was the only guy leading up to this where we were all kind of like, well, what's he doing what's in Mania? What's he got going on, right? Right. Yeah. Which is funny because like he's wrestling AJ or whatever at Roadblock, right? Is that a match that's... Kevin scheduled? Owens? Yeah. I don't think Kevin Owens has a match as of right now at Roblox. Hmm. I've, maybe I've read that wrong. But uh, so going into Raw or whatever, I was talking to Victoria and another friend, and it was just like, so what's Kevin Owens been up to? Because it's kind of my one one of my friends, like he really only likes like Kevin Owens, Neville, and the Wyatts. Like that's about it sure. for the guys that like, because he's <laughs> never watched wrestling. So he's like, those guys are cool or they're yeah. different enough. And I was like, I don't know what Kevin Owens is doing. Like he's a hard worker and then... Victoria's like, what if he wrestled Sammy at Mania? And I was like, no. Bitch, please. Because, like, I thought Sammy was working Nakamura at 
the Dallas the takeover. NXT show, yeah. Right. And I mean, he could easily work two matches. Yep. But I was like, no, nah, I don't know. Sammy's not really on the main card. And I was like, there's four weeks till Mania. If they're going to start the feud, they have to do it today. Mm. And then they did. So, I don't know. It was awesome. And, like, even rewatching it today while taking notes, like, it's a fun moment. Like, when you look back at, like, the second debut or the re-debut of Sami Zayn, it's a fun moment to get invested in. The crowd's hot for him. Yep. Uh, Owen sells it so great when that music hits. Yeah. Just that dumbfounded. Yeah. Dumbfounded. Uh, oh, shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck, this guy yeah. again? Yeah, he knows who it is, which is good. He shouldn't pretend like he doesn't. Right. And, uh, yeah, I thought he sold it really well. And I'm just, I'm so stoked for this. Yeah, me and, too. And, and the beauty part about bringing him up now ahead of Mania, he can work his first Mania. It can be against Kevin Owens, which is a match that hardcore fans have seen probably a bunch of times. Mm. And, and it has show-stealing potential. And it will be a very good match yeah. still. And then it still leaves the door open for that Monday after to not have to use it on a guy who technically, I guess, made his debut already sort of right. thing by whether you count the Rumble or whether you count when he separated his shoulder against John Cena. Mm. We've seen him on the main roster before, so I'm happy that they did this beforehand, so now we can get somebody completely fresh yeah, that, on that Raw after Mania. So on like after he competes at Mania on the Raw, it's just like, yep, there's Sammy. He's part of the main roster. He's just a guy with a beard. That's just what his t-shirt's going to say. You soft, you sloppy. That's who's coming? You sloppy I, that's jalopy. That's who I want. I that's think it's, who I want. I think, so badly. I think I it's like Joe. all of last year, yeah, yeah. we've been waiting for fucking Enzo and Cassidy to like, get on the main roster. Hell, bring them all. Bring them all up. Bring them out. Just, bring them out. Well, and that was an idea I had, too. Maybe maybe to facilitate, if Shane wins and gets control of Raw, to facilitate a brand split, so to speak, maybe he just brings up like 15 guys and just like, boom, this is my, my guys. This is my crop. I handpicked them. It's a new era of wrestling on WWE. I don't think that brings up all of them. 15 guys leaves NXT with like nothing. They're deep down there. They'll be fine. Eh. A couple tag teams. No problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dean Ambrose, Triple H, uh, are, have a verbal confrontation, An so exchange. to speak. Exchange. Uh, and then Triple H books Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt for later in the night. There you go. They talked a lot about the table. Yep. They really are trying to get over this table thing. Right. Triple H is take you uh, over the table and whoop you. Yeah, that's that's where the whoopings happen, I guess. Yeah. The table. So it's the woodshed. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and then we get. Um, oh no, I skipped over Ziggler backstage with Steph. Ziggler <laughs> is backstage with Stephanie McMahon, and our boy Zack Ryder gets a little piece of raw TV time. Oh yeah, that's right. He you was mi- here you too, missed that. Just but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was in the kitchen warming up my pizza. Um, so it's it's Ziggler and Stephanie says thanks for deleting that tweet from earlier. Yeah, which apparently he tweeted. I don't. It was something along the lines of uh, Survivor Series 2014. I whooped y'all. Yeah, cost of your jobs. Something like that. Anyways, yeah. so she said thanks for deleting your tweet, and then he says that. History repeats itself, and Shane's going to win, and you guys are going to be gone again. Mm. And then she books him in a match, uh, an elimination match against the League of Nations, and he will have no partner. Right. I like that they did a callback to Survivor Series 2014. Yes. The first time. The deep callback. Back yeah. it, which is unfortunate because when it happened, we all, like idiots, assumed, oh, this is it for Ziggler. This is. He's finally making that next step. Yeah. Well, it would seem Here like it. Are. Like, it, it really was felt like they were giving him a genuine push. Totally. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went over. And then I was like, oh, no, this was Cena and Sting's nope. big thing. Yeah, <laughs> this wasn't Ziggler's big yeah, thing Yeah, it was Sting, right? Like, yeah. that's what they made it out to be. It's, oh, it was all because of Sting. 
And then here I was expecting Stephanie to be like, actually, it's only because of the vigilante sting this happened. And then they're like, well, we don't want to bring him up either because he's not going to wrestle for us again. Nope. Noopers. Um, so it's the League of Nations. It is uh, Rusev, Sheamus, and Wade Barrett wrestling, ah, finally. Got into a match. First time in like four months. God bless him. Uh, League of Nations picks up the win. Um, Ziggler did end up pinning Wade Barrett, so I think that's probably the only reason he was in this match. Give Ziggler just uh, to get the pin. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, you're not resigning? Yeah, we need Ziggler to go over one of you guys." Uh, Sheamus picks up uh, the win with a bro kick. Um, after there was a bit of distraction from Rusev on the outside, I liked it. It was like a double kick because yeah. Rusev kicks him throughout the uh, the bottom and middle rope. Yep, and then he spins around and gets a bro kick immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this was not uh, a good match by it. In fact, this was kind of a boring match because they just worked Ziggler for the, almost the whole thing. But yeah, it is what it is. Ziggler um, got punished. No Del Rio, like at ringside yeah. or anything. He must have been out of town. Or... And also, they did not, not even once, do the round the world and whistle sign. No, they all did this me. multiple bow thing where they all stick up their arms they, at the end of the they match. They've done do that, that before too. Yeah. Oh, have they done that yeah, before? Like a, it looks like the wave. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> The best uh, when Rusev does it because his hands look so like yes. he's got these big ball hands mm-hmm. on like these giant arms. So just like, oh, like a wacky inflatable tube man or something. I think the thing with Rusev too is he's going way down lower when he does it. Like he actually yeah. bends yeah, over. Like, and- everyone else is kind of all arms, yeah. but he's going like down, touch your toes, and Whoa. then back up. Uh, I love Rusev. Me too. He's such a good, good character. Good wrestler in general and i just hope that he can soon break off from this and be okay yeah he's like he in his wwe career he's had one bad angle so far that whole dolph ziggler summer race shit Mm -hmm. that was the only bad thing he's had in his career aside from that rusev's pretty awesome in the sense that like i think you could argue that this whole thing has not been great league of nations yeah i I don't know yet i think time needs to tell like it all depends Depends. I, I, but. I agree. It hasn't been great, but I don't think it's been as detrimental as the Ziggler right. fiasco. Where it was just like, oh, that God, no. This again? Fuck. Yeah. And then everybody got hurt in the angle. Or at least when these guys come out, it makes sense to me, kind of, that yeah. these are all heels. Yeah. They're all from different parts of Sure. And when someone's so. injured, they just have someone else step in. Yeah. Like, okay, Barrett, your shoulder's bugged up again? Okay, it's Rusev and Sheamus then. Uh, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks, who uh, they announced on SmackDown, yeah, let's go. will be in a triple threat against uh, Charlotte at WrestleMania yeah. for the Divas Championship. That's the match. Because they had another double count. Uh, this one was a no, no it was contest. an interference. Yeah. Interference. Right? Yeah. Charlotte said. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of the match we've always wanted. Uh, yeah. It seemed like the smart match, and now it's the right match. So, mm-hmm. good. Uh, so, Becky and Sasha are taking on the team of Naomi and Tamina. Who, Naomi, I don't know if you saw this, Scotty, because you're a big Instagram guy. Uh, Naomi put up a picture of her, Tamina, and Cameron and put up hashtag Team Bad, and I was having heart palpitations yeah. in pure terror that, I of hate her getting Cameron. another call. Back. I think Eva Marie has improved where Cameron has stayed at a stagnant, Just, shitty level totally. on NXT. Just like awful. Eva at least has gotten a little better. I sure. have to say that. She we has tightened that. Up. And the Where match Cameron had against uh, Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Bliss. Oh. oh, that was one of the worst matches you'll ever see. Yeah. It's entirely her fault. Yeah. Entirely her and fault. And I still think people haven't gotten over when Cameron was on the main roster and tried to pin someone while they were on their stomach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like That was great. Whew. Come on. Um, also, no, I did not see that based on the fact that I don't really follow Naomi on anything. Why not? Um, Not a big fan. You got a big booty. 
That is true. There's times where, like, I look at her and, like, you know the new ring gear she's been rocking where it looks like just, like, bandana? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Paisley, I think, is what that uh, that pattern's called. Okay, sure. But she wears a bandana paisley. Like, they look like she's just wearing leggings. Like, you could go to a high school and you'd see a girl wearing those. So I'm always like, does she not have ring gear anymore? Is she just wrestling in her street clothes? Yeah, she just, like, like, man, she took a page out of Dean Ambrose's book where Ambrose is like, look. Can, you can get away with both. I want to mm. wrestle and be comfortable. Yep. Make that happen, Sandra. Zan- oh, yeah, the seamstress. Lady. God bless her, too. How long till she goes in the Hall of Fame? Fuck, this year. Yeah. Do it. Should Sandra. Be. I would pop so hard. <laughs> Just <laughs> fucking Sandra. Sandra's probably not even a real I want to talk to Sandra. Um, Becky Lynch and Sasha pick up the win. Uh, when Banks made Naomi tap out with a bank statement, and then after the match, Charlotte attacked Banks and Lynch. Mm. Yeah, kind of the story they seem to be trying to tell was that uh, this was all Becky uh, from her team. Yes. Uh, or not Becky. Sorry, Banks. Sasha. Yep. Uh, Becky uh, was ejected from the ring several times. She got shit canned yeah, and she never she really came she back. She didn't do a whole lot. And then Becky Lynch went in there, got the win. Or, fuck me. Sasha Banks went in there, got the win. Uh, so she looks uh, definitely like the cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. Uh, okay. Our truth Our trizzle backstage. He's wearing a. Uh, was it supposed to be like? Is this? Is there a generic delivery guy uniform uh, that I've never really seen before? Like, yeah, I was like, why does a delivery man have suspenders that, on? It was a weird look. Anyway, okay. he's holding a pizza. Yeah, and he walks down the hallway, and you hear this like, oh, "Where are you going?" And then pans <laughs> over, and it's just Mark Henry sitting there. So I he laugh. says, "What's that?" Or I something. laugh immediately, and then and then Archie's like, "No, no, no, it's not for you," and he keeps going. And Mark, like, totally, like, childlike, disheveled, like, Linus from the Peanuts puts yeah. his head down. Like, Aww. Aww. And just kind of walks back to the thing that he was leaning I on. I totally randomly. knew what that was, and yes. I wanted it. <laughs> uh, and so R-Truth keeps walking. He finds Goldust uh, and offers said pizza to Goldust. And then Goldust informs him that he's lactose intolerant and his butt would explode if he ate the pizza. Like Kane Spyro. Um, right. Uh, and uh, then so he walks off, and R-Truth is upset and chases after him and leaves the pizza behind, and they film this so well. They zoom in on the pizza, and you just see this big, massive hand. This gorilla paw of a hand come in and take a slice. Open up the pizza box, and then it pans, like, zooms out, and he just, like, picks it up, like, (laughs) and just walks off. Yeah. This is fucking great. I love that Mark Henry is just doing whatever the fuck he wants at this point. It was, Well, it, it's funny because it's probably what the WWE is telling him. And he, sure. you may very well be like, fuck, what happened? <laughs> Why am I doing this stuff True. now? True. I was feuding with New Day. Yeah. Now all of a sudden I'm the comedy guy. Now I'm eating pizza? But, but man, that man does comedy. I, so. I was going to say, I mean, he, he had a hand for his son at one point as That's well. True. So let's not forget that he started with comedy. Or daughter. Or daughter. That's true. Mm-hmm. Just want to let you guys know that that pizza made a return after they went yeah, off the yeah, air. Yeah, we heard about yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so we have a tag team championship match that was booked uh, last week. Titles New are Day. going on Raw. I'm excited. Yes. Taking on uh, Y2AJ. Y2AJ. Fucking horrible name. Code Showing breaking. their sick-ass t-shirts. Code breaking, risk-taking. Uh, New Day picks up the win when Big E pins Chris Jericho after countering a code breaker into the big ending. Uh, before we talk about what happened afterwards, this match was fucking great. Yeah, yeah. this was, uh, I think, and I say this a lot without being able to remember fucking anything that happened on Raw's prior. 
But I said to you after this match, I was like, I think that was my favorite free TV match of the year so far. Early. We're in the third month. Sure. But I was just kind of blown away by that whole thing start to finish. And just when I thought it was over, it was a false finish. And they did another three crazy spots. And then it was another false finish. And it was so well well constructed. Booked. Yeah, well constructed. Well, they got like no botches with some high risk moves and And they had enough near finishes for the faces to make me wonder. Yeah. Whereas going exactly. into this match, I thought this isn't gonna change. Uh they'll keep it on the new day and it'll be status quo and they'll probably get another match at WrestleMania as we talked about last week. Yeah, right. you and I. I was thinking that too, like, oh, New Day is gonna retain whatever. And then there came a moment where I was like Fucking A, Kofi Kingston's been in the walls of Jericho for a while. Yeah. yeah. And like, then it, it's when he pulls him back into the ring, that's when they always get me. Yeah. Right? When he starts to crawl, I'm like, okay, he's going to get rope break. But when Jericho pulls him back, yeah. that's when I always think, okay, this is that's probably something's it. going on. Like, yeah. what, what are we doing here sort of thing? And my, the way my brain always works is whenever there's a crazy near fall that I think it's over, I always think the other team is going to win because of when it. that happens. Yeah. So when they got to the point where... Uh, I think it was when Jericho pushed um Kofi all the way back to break up that pinfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like where it was like, okay, this is this is the finish. They hit their midnight hour or whatever they call. Yeah, that the move. the big ending with the fucking Kofi yeah, on the side. They hit that. Biggie covered him, and then Kofi was in perfect position to stop Jericho from getting there. And I was like, okay, this is a finish. This I was a good was finish. This was too. a fine match. And then when they knocked him off, I was like, oh, God, they're going to flip the titles. Because mm. that was just such a good way to not flip the titles that I thought, oh, that was their big moment. And now Jericho and AJ are going to get the titles. Yeah. And then that happened again and again and again. And the uh, Lion Salt and then the the Springboard 450, that was crazy when Biggie pulled uh, Kofi out of the ring because I thought that was it. Uh, it was nuts. Yeah. It was a million miles a second. And I thought, like, for them to be doing some of the moves they were doing and not once kind of slip up was great i loved the finish too i loved that it, so it's it's kofi in the walls of jericho then biggie tags in that was such a cool spot comes in and jericho like grabs his legs for the walls of jericho yeah but he kind of like kicks him off yeah and then he goes for the code breaker and biggie literally catches him with Mid-code jericho's <laughs> knees like in his face sort of thing where he just kind of like cradles him like a child yeah and throws him up in the air catches him in the perfect position Yep. For the big ending and draw, I thought it was fucking. They nailed it. Yep. they nailed that finish and uh, the whole match was just. It was great. Really good. Really and the good. crowd was electric Super for it. Yeah, you know helped. what, guys? I will. Uh, you guys have swayed me. That is actually the match of the night because there's false finishes. Both teams get in offense. There's finishers hit galore, and it felt meaningful. Versus the match I thought was match of the night is really just the fucking Neville show. Yes. Because Owen Jackley doesn't really do that much. He just kind of takes a bunch of moves. He's phenomenal at making sure guys don't get hurt. Too. Yeah, yeah. Being, being, a, being a big guy. Me. Just, I'll yeah. catch you. <laughs> and, like, I don't think I've ever seen Owens do the, I'll catch you, and the last second take his arms away or yeah. something. Owens always just like, oh, I'll take it on the body. Yeah. So, yeah, no, you guys are totally right. This is match of the night because it's it's a better booked or constructed worked match. Yep. And then if you include what happened after. Which, exactly. Uh, which was Jericho uh, is on his knees. AJ helps him up and he hits a code breaker. Yeah. Picks him back up. It's another code breaker and then picks him back up and hits a third code breaker on AJ Styles. Uh, and AJ and then, was selling this really well. Yes. Like he was to confusion as right. well as pain, as and, well as kind of out of it completely. And some of it wasn't even so much. 
picking up, but him like crawling up Jericho, and yeah. it's just like, oh yeah, this is great. This is this is what I like about wrestling. And this then Jericho betrayal. Uh, grabbed one of the Y two AJ shirts and stuffed it in his mouth, a la Ted DiBiase, which yeah. I thought was really good. Uh, and and it it was perfect for me hating that they got a shirt and that they were calling themselves Y two like that. It ended was, so quickly was, like, was awesome. You. Yeah, thank you that this is all just kind of a joke. Right. Also, sorry to the three people that bought that. Oh, if you shirt bought that shirt, I feel so bad for you. But did you get a refund for that? At like, the same what? time, can there's... you go back to the merch stand? Like, if you bought it that night no, in Chicago, I, what, why do I want this? Hey, because, they just broke up. Because I don't it's want a this. moment now. Like, it's a great. It's like me. I okay to get into football, which I know no one really. I don't know what the cross section is on our our fan base, but sure. I cheer for a team very passionately called the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles traded one of my favorite players of all time, LaShawn McCoy, uh, to the Buffalo Bills to get Kiko Alonso, who uh, played for the college team I really like, but mostly was just a a young, above-average middle linebacker with a terrible injury history. Okay. So as soon as they traded him, I'm like, I'm going to get a Kiko Alonso jersey to kind of signify this is the guy we got when we traded my favorite player. So I get my (laughs) Kiko Alonso jersey, and Kiko Alonso gets hurt about three or four games into the season, misses most of it, and then we just traded him this offseason. So he's played about five games for us. I am never going to change that Kiko Alonso. I'm going to keep that for the rest of my life and wear it to the bar and be like, that's right, I was there when Kiko Alonso played five games for the (laughs) Philadelphia Eagles. This feels like (laughs) me having a Justin Schultz jersey where I'm like, oh, should I get it restitched? No, I'll just leave it. Uh, I mean, he didn't have a huge impact here. If you, uh, if you take that jersey to United Cycle, they are doing 50% off a rebranding of that jersey right now, which is fucking brilliant. Yeah, that they're, is they're not beautiful bad. over there. Oh, doing but I that really kind like of stuff. Justin, but may, uh, who's Maroon. The, yeah, I was going to say, That's maybe I'll get a Maroon. Great jersey. To Maroon, have. yeah. He's like a him. fucking Dustin Bufflin kind of type. Um, okay, we, we've strayed. Fighting yes. two motherfuckers at once. Well, what, what do you think the future is for Jericho and AJ Styles? Are they doing one more match yeah. at, at uh, Roadblock, or is this destined for WrestleMania? I think it's destined for WrestleMania. I think it's destined for WrestleMania as well. And I agree. they did a good job at flipping me, because if you had told me before this whole thing went down mm-hmm. that this tag team was just a means of having another match, I would have been like, ah, that seems kind of lazy. But after it was all over and the way they did the code breaker spots and the shoving the t-shirt, I was like, yeah. I could go for one more, Jerry. Yeah. I also don't think they've had their best match yet. No. they, they All no. their matches have been all right at yeah. best. Like, nothing's been Ambitious. Like, yeah. They've all, they've all been like, oh, we're going to do a lot of these really crazy technical spots and high-risk spots. And there's just been enough slop and chop where it's been like, ah, I, I get what they were going for, but yeah. that wasn't great. So if they can hit it at WrestleMania out of the park, maybe have a be the curtain jerker. I, I'd love for them to be the opener and yeah. actually be like, holy shit, AJ and Jericho just tore this motherfucker down. Yeah. Um, another quick thing. AJ is, because he's not using the Styles Clash as much or mm. at all. It's really on the fence. He's using the cash. I've seen it once. I've seen it once, too. Yeah. And it was on Curtis Axel. And but he's like, apparently Vince feels like it is a very high-risk maneuver. Which I don't think that's unfair to say that is a high-risk maneuver given the amount of injuries we've seen. I do think it is... Three guys almost... Or two guys broke their neck off it in 2014 and one guy almost broke his neck. Yeah. So So. I I don't necessarily blame Vince, especially when he's like, well, I'm banning the fucking uh, curb stomp where no one has got hurt. Yeah. So... Uh, Random question, guys. Was the shooting star press banned? Or just do we just never see it very often? I just don't think anyone wanted to do it for a long time. Yeah, because I mean... You land on your neck. Yeah, I was going to say, 
Jericho or not Jericho. Angle and Lesnar broke their necks on it, right? I never saw Angle do the shooting star. Saw him do lots of moonsaults. Yeah, he did moonsaults. Oh, well, maybe he didn't do the shooting star then. I don't think so. Lesnar did it in a match. Or maybe he did the shooting star on TNA and knocked himself out, like, last year. That very well could have I think that might be it, actually. That would explain why I hadn't seen it. But AJ is going to... He's won matches with that jumping forearm. Yep. And apparently he needs a name for it, and he's taken to Twitter. And I want to say the name AJ47 for the forearm. Okay. What do you guys think? Explain it to me. Why is seven, though? What? 47? It's like the gun. AK-47, oh, AJ-47. Okay, AJ-47. It it's pretty good. Okay, I never mind. That. I had to explain it. It's trash. I don't think the WWE wants to name their move after a gun, either. Well, what if they... Uh, it's the, a great name. What about the bullet? What if good. he's part of the Bulletproof Club or whatever? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think it's just called Bulletproof. What if we call it the Satpod Smash? The Satpod The Satpod Slam. Yeah. It will brand it like, uh, like uh, what's his name with the Pornhub sponsorship? Oh, the, the U Pornplex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Be like good old Joey Ryan. <laughs> the Barris Bomb. Yeah. The Barris Bomb does sound good though, Warren. I know. One day. The shooting silver One press day. or <laughs> the silver standard. Shut press. up. <laughs> yeah, silver standard press is better. Scotty. Yeah, that's what I was going for. I fucked it up. Uh, Kalisto is taking on Tyler Breeze. Yeah, that's weird. Bit of stubble. Uh, Kalisto picks the win by pinfall with the Salida del Sol. And then backstage after the match, uh, Ryback lets Kalisto know uh, in a lot of words. Yes, this was very long. <laughs> uh, that he wants uh, a match at WrestleMania, I guess, is kind of what the... And, and, and he wants him to split off from his partner in... Uh, what's his name? Sinkara. Thank you. Right, this was very weird in that he was... Making absolutely sure that we knew that he wasn't a full-on heel. Yes. Because he, it was a lot of, look, I got a lot of respect for you. I respect you, but You're, look at me, I'm bigger than you. Is right. kind of what he was doing. Yeah, and he was doing like, and there's like, I want people watch all these superhero movies where these little people beat these big people, and that can never happen, but I respect you because yeah, you can really yeah. beat big people. Like it Very was weird image. It was so yeah. weird because like, at times it felt like he was like belittling Kalisto because he's like, Renee, look at me. Yeah. Now look at this guy. Right. No, nah, that doesn't make sense. Like, well, like I respect you. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, that'd be like if I was like, Brando, you're really fucking ugly, but I respect you. And you'd be like, but you still took a shot at yeah. me, though. Thank you. Yeah, it's like, I don't know how to feel about any of that. Um, so- yeah, and then Ryback has a match against uh, Curtis Axel. And uh, it does the same thing as last week with the punches and punches and then hits a shell shock yeah. and leaves. And leaves right when his music hit, yeah. which is, uh, it's different. I would rather this happen to someone I cared about more, but at least he's doing something different. At least he didn't change his trunks and expect everything to change. His gimmick has changed. Slightly. And, well, yeah, he's not like a janitor now. Yeah. But <laughs> his personality he made kind yeah. of an overhaul on. Yeah, he's made strides from just being this mindless feed me more guy, yep. right? To I'm the big guy. Yeah, like, oh, I'm, I'm respectful for people. I'm gonna go and beat the shit out of you, and then just leave. I feel I'm like all a business. Part, like he keeps saying the word spotlight. Yeah. Like, oh, you're in my spotlight, or I should have the spotlight. And when so. he came up to Kalisto, he's like, I don't mean to take your spotlight. Yeah. 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 True. I thought he was going for some sort of a Kanye West thing there for a second. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish, Kalisto. <laughs> but I'm way bigger than you, and you should give me a match at WrestleMania. <laughs> so, and I heard before we heard any of this, I was hearing that that was kind of the plan. Yes. Was Ryback and Kalisto, so I wouldn't be surprised if that is the match. I don't ever want to say I'm looking forward to a Ryback match, but I think there is a certain appeal to Kalisto working with Ryback 
just because of the size difference. Yes, like, I agree. I'm just not sure, having not seen Ryback work a guy that small and with that style, how right. well he can. Yeah, can he sell bump do that for yes. him? Right? Like, can he do a? Can he bo- or not bot? Yeah, maybe he'll botch it. Uh, can he bump a a good head scissors? Yeah, that because all knows. stuff like that is maybe what makes that match. And maybe that's part of what I'm. Kind of looking forward to yeah. 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 Like yeah. It's like kind yeah. of like yeah. you're intrigued on how it is. You know it could be bad, but that also intrigues you more. True. There's always going to be kind of insert matches between the, the big important matches at WrestleMania just to fill out a five-hour show. I think there could be a lot worse than this one to be one of those like, oh, this is kind of a bring the crowd down match. Like, yeah. No one really cares. Like, at least I can sit there and be like, oh, here's this match. This might be something interesting. Though I could yeah. see the crowd popping really big for, oh, he hits Selena Del Sol on Ryback and gets the three count or something like that, and everybody pops big. Mm. Um, yeah, I if that's a Mania match, I'm okay with it because uh, they got to fill a lot of time. It's a good cool-down match, probably. Yeah. Would it be for the U.S. title, do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Okay. But the, it would have to be. Yeah, it would have to it's, be. If it's WrestleMania, put the belt on them. Yes. Yeah. I'm um, cool with it. Yeah, I'm cool with that no matter what, actually, even though I'm not a big Ryback guy, but I'm intrigued to see the mix of styles. Right. I've been seeing a lot of rumors around, floating around, that they want to put a ladder match on WrestleMania again this year, too. (laughs) Maybe this is where you do it. Just keep adding to this? Or do you think it's just one-on-one ladder? Yeah, yeah, or maybe, yeah, Yeah. either way. I don't know. Because that's kind of what they did last year, right? It was was the IC belt. And yeah. Ryan won it at the yeah. Yeah, I think I like those big ladder matches at Mania because you get to see a lot of cool guys, a lot of big spots. Only downside is somebody always walks away injured. True. Yep. At least one person. Well, they always do that spot Often where they seven. set. Yeah. yeah. They always do the spot where they set up the chair or the ladder in between, like either barricade the announce the table yeah. or the barricade yeah. in the ring, and so whoever has Someone's to take that bump. It. Always gets fucked up. Yep. Sheamus got hurt on it. Luke Harper got hurt on it. And I think Ambrose got a minor Am- injury. Yeah, Ambrose was okay after. It was Sheamus last year on, like, not a very bad-looking spot where he had that huge welt, like that yeah. like that red-purple bruise. Like, yeah, yeah. It was where his whole side yeah. of his ribs got that. And then I think Luke Harper had to work with tape on his ribs for a couple weeks after taking a bump similar to that. Uh, Seamus also had a big bruise on his face yeah. for Monday Night Raw. Yeah, him and Charlotte got busted open at the same house show this um, past weekend. Yeah, so it was Dean Ambrose um, taking on uh, Bray Wyatt in the main event. Uh, Ambrose won by DQ. When the Wyatt family attacked, the lights went out and they kind of surrounded the ring a la The Shield. Uh, and then Triple H uh, comes out, looks to beat down Dean Ambrose, uh, but Bray Wyatt kind of went face-to-face with him, which is good because as Triple H is getting close to the ring, I'm saying to Brando, didn't Triple H eliminate Bray Wyatt from the Royal Rumble after Bray Wyatt tried to shake his hand and team up with him? Yep. It's like, that would be really dumb if they didn't at least somehow acknowledge that. Right. And this was perfect. Yeah, they, they this was all they a, needed. They did a quick stare down, and then Bray kind of looked down at, at the title and stroked it and yep. just kind of, ha-ha, laughed and turned around and left. Right. Yeah, and he was just like, Wyatt's, we out. Yeah, so he's like, okay, you, you're doing your own thing right now. Yep. That's fine. I don't Keep forget. Keep your head up. Though, yeah. Because I'm coming. I remember, and I want cool. your belt. Yeah. Like Boris said, wrestling is very an international language of people can just tell by, like, what, what actions and mannerisms are in the ring. It was like when Asuka touched Bailey's belt yeah. on NXT, and it was like, simple. J- that means the world to anyone. Like, you see that instantly, you're like, oh, shit, they want that gold. Mm-hmm. Um. It was kind of a little scary just seeing the reaction 
to that face-off. Like, you, you see Triple H and Dean Ambrose, crowd's hot. Yeah. You see Triple H and Bray Wyatt, crowd's, crowd's hot. hot. Yep. But then Reigns does anything, and they just don't I know. Care. And I was, I was telling you this during the, the previous Dean and Triple H segment earlier in the show, where it's like, man, they're having this great back and forth and this great exchange with Triple H on the on the stage and, and Dina in the ring. Yeah. And you just got to wonder, part of being a worker and a creative guy in Triple H, if he's just sitting there being like, fuck, the crowd loves this way more than what we got planned for Mania, yeah. which oh, really yeah. sucks. Like, as they're doing it back and forth, you can tell that Triple H is like on the ball thinking about stuff. Yeah. Like uh, at one point he calls him Dino and yeah. then... Uh, he responds with another Flintstones reference joke. Probably called him Jim Johnstone or something like that. Um, but yeah, in that like, you can see in Triple H's like expression that he's not—he's having a bit of fun because Diener is good on the mic. Yeah, so he has to kind of be quick-witted and think about it. Whereas I think Roman Reigns are very much like, "Hey, we need to kind of talk to him on what to say because he's yeah, he's yeah. not snappy, and I can't call him out for being shitty on the mic like some guys sometimes do in promos." Agree. Because the crowd will be like, "Yeah, you are shitty," and it's Roman will be true. like, "Roman will be like whispering to the back." He's like, "Look, I'm trying to get over, and I think you want me you to get over too." Sewer me like <laughs> Can you not talk about like? And yeah. it was the same thing. Like, if Dean Ambrose were to stumble on his words, yeah. or even when Triple H is like, "Oh, the lunatic thing is real," I thought that was just your gimmick or whatever. Yeah, that is a lot more fun and entertaining than anything Triple H and Roman have ever said to each other. Mm. Uh, okay, so uh, Bray Wyatt walks off. Triple H turns his attention to Dean Ambrose. Um, but then Ambrose hits him uh, with a dirty deeds out of nowhere. And mm. the show ends with Ambrose holding the WWE World Heavyweight Championship above his dome. Yeah, this was classic uh, go-home booking. Yep. Where it was like, hey, challenger's going to get the mm-hmm. challenger's going to get the last look. Yes. Uh, and probably not win. But... God, who knows? Fuck. Like, I feel like, I honestly feel like, between the fact that I don't, I think they very quickly rebooked this Toronto show to be something much bigger than it was originally planned when Uh, it was announced, uh. and combining that with, I think they are still, because of all the injuries and the way crowds are reacting and stuff, I think they are still kind of shuffling cards for WrestleMania. I would not be surprised if they use this next show as a way to blow everything up and, and that, change it around. That's the thing. If yeah. you have Dean win, then maybe you just put a four fatal four. There's so many options. I right. could easily see them doing this. Dean wins. Yep. Monday Night Raw comes around. Triple H goes, well, yeah, well, I want my rematch. And Roman Reigns is like, but I already have the spot. Triple threat for Mania. And then also then who does throw Brock, work? Brock Lesnar in there. Because oh, yeah, and then you got to throw Brock in. Um, and let's put Bray Wyatt in there as a fatal five way. As Stephanie would call it. Sure. And you could five match. You I could, would be excited if that happened, though. You have the time because you're start if you wanted to do this, and because you're starting off with this match at Toronto, you have the time to rebook Lesnar and Wyatt if you want to do that for Mania. Oh, yeah. Sure. If you want to have them have like a non-finish kind of thing at this upcoming show, they and then they still have something. three weeks of Raw to to make a program. And yeah. I think people would still buy that match. So like I, th- I would be more sold with having Ambrose in there as a triple threat. And like not even Ambrose has to win the belt, but just having Ambrose in there makes me more intrigued mm. than what the original WrestleMania card is at the same time for them to come out and have a match booked with a stip, like for it to be a no holds barred street fight. I think there's not a lot of precedent in the past for them being like, we're going to just change that. Yes, yeah. true, totally. but I feel like a lot of the past six months of WWE has been like, fuck, this guy's hurt, or this guy's not as over as we hoped. 
change of plans. Let's go back to the drawing board. And- well, and I think if, if a guy wins a WWE championship, that's more than enough cause for them to make it logical that we're going to switch some stuff up. It is. But yeah. if they if they do uh, do that and they do switch this so Dean Ambrose is involved in the main event or he's the champion going into WrestleMania or something, I can guarantee you that they didn't have this planned when they made the Brock Lesnar-Dean oh, yeah. Ambrose match. No, yep. no. It's totally something that as time has gone on, like every but that's Raw... Only, which is crazy because that's only been two weeks Yeah, when they made that. So it means something happened in two weeks where they're like, we need Dean in there. I'd like to think that they just have finally given up hope on Roman Reigns. Which, God bless him, he hasn't support. even been here for the last two yeah, weeks. Yeah, off but... week for two, t- two TVs, and everyone's like, everyone's instantly like, oh, I'd rather see Triple H and Bray. Comes yeah. back to the building. Ambrose and Bray, <laughs> or Ambrose and Triple H. Roman's just sitting at home with a broken nose being like, well, fuck me, where's my spot he's going? He's having the nom flashbacks of WrestleMania 31, where yeah. he's sitting in the back room being, then they're like, we're changing it, it's gonna be Rollins going over here. Yeah, like, and then he's like seeing it, like, I don't want this to happen again. Yeah, two <laughs> years in a row, he's like, I don't damn get it. my cake, damn yeah. it. Uh, what if they use that? Huh. So, Dean Ambrose beats Triple H at Roadblock. It's Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar in the main event at WrestleMania. Triple H comes out, helps Roman win, and then Roman is a heel. Yeah, sure. I can do that. It'd be all right. Yep. And then that sets up for when Rollins comes back because then he wants to take out Triple H's new guy, who is also his former brother. And he's going to come back as a face. Roman Reigns is a heel. It's perfect. It is. That said, I'm 95% sure that uh, Triple H beats (laughs) Dean Ambrose at Roadblock and things continue as planned. Status quo, as they say. Uh, Studs and Duds, who we got? Uh, Studs, Neville. Uh, Hell of a match. He looked... Like he shined a ton, yeah. And Dean Ambrose, Ambrose was great on the stick tonight. Mm. Um, oh, what? A tag tag match has to be a stud, yeah. Right. My stud was specifically, and no disrespect to uh, New Day because they worked their end really well, but was the uh, Jericho AJ whole thing from the beginning of the tag match to the end of the Codebreaker segment. Yep. They get you so good because when they show up wearing the matching shirts and they're they're looking at the fans yeah. on the hard cam and they're doing, yeah, oh, we're getting the straps yeah. tonight. And they like, look oh, like they're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, look at them. They're best friends now. Uh, my dud is something that we completely I, skipped over. I was going <laughs> to talk to you about is that. my dud as well. Yeah. Our duds uh, are both from the segment that we didn't bother to talk about. Summer Ray defeated Brie Bella. Uh, Summer won with a roll-up when Brie was distracted by Lana's music. After the match, Lana hit a face buster. Also... Brie's finisher on Brie. Yeah. My dud, my dud was Lana being what I think is going to be involved in a wrestling match yeah. at yeah. WrestleMania. My my full dud was Lana getting in the ring and hitting a move. Yeah. Where I was like, it was okay. You're terrible. I mean, she, no, she the, the move itself was fine. Oh, the move is fine, but yeah. just everything you're from just the way worried. she walks in the ring, I'm just like, you don't know what you're doing. And uh, I, but I also want to give a shout out to Summer Rae, who I think for the second week in a row looked like a much better wrestler than yep. when she stopped wrestling. She's two and zero in the last month. And That's she true. over over Brie Bella, who just challenged for the championship. Yep. And over Paige, who's one of their best right yep. now. So I really like Summer Rae. And I, I don't know if it's because I have a little crush on her. Or I like her theme or something. But she's very good like heel. when she won, even though it was like by. Horrible fucking theme. Why I looked do you up like the, that. You're a horrible uh, person. I like weird pop themes for some reason. Oh my God. Is same, that not the top uh, Total Divas song? Nope. No. Okay. Nope. Uh, I don't know. I just like it. I just like back, it. Back, back on. I YouTubed it the other day and right. uh, fucking I was like, oh, there's lyrics. I'm going to learn the words. 
You would. Oh my god. I didn't actually learn the words. I Thank watched you. I watched it once. Okay. Hey, we're not here to judge, Scotty. Uh let's talk about NXT. And I do not have the music, so you can start whenever you'd like, Brando. <laughs> no, all right, sir, I will. Uh first up, Von Villains. The March second edition of NXT. Yes, this is the final show, I think, from University of Central Florida. Yes, that's correct. Yes. No more fat guy in red shirt that bought two seats in the front row. Yes. Man, the internet was roasting that guy. Were they? Fuck you, internet. I know. It was Fuck one of those, you. I was like, what? A large guy can't go? Like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I went to Victoria. Or a He's impressively big. Yes. Like, He's that, a large that, man. That guy's yeah. pretty big. Like, that's the size of, looks like those two fans there. Whatever. But I didn't go on Facebook or screenshot it and be like, Look at this fat fuck or something. I was like, no, let him enjoy yeah, wrestling. The, the man had the common courtesy to purchase an extra seat. He is just doing Yeah, yeah he had the common courtesy to get an extra seat. He's aware. Yeah. And you, it, there's a, a league of overweight wrestling men, yeah. fans, yeah. that we have a rule where we need one fat guy in the front row right. at every show. Yeah. And he stepped up for us. There. Yeah, and he covered... Two like, seats. Yeah, and four months worth of television, exactly, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> was, he goes to one taping, and it's, yeah, two months worth the, of back. The worst yeah. thing was, was the internet would blow him up, and I'd be like, oh, I hope next week he's not at the same taping. It's like, fuck, he bought se- the same seats for every taping. Yeah. Listen, that guy's great. Yeah, yeah hats off to that guy. Big fan. Fuck you, internet, for making fun of fat people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And just, I say that as the smallest guy on this yes. pod. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Scotty Scotty knows stand up for fat people. Well, it's the just third like you shouldn't this podcast. Regardless, like sometimes people aren't necessarily in control of whatever and you shouldn't body shame even though that's like really PC or modern thing to say, but just don't make fun of people for being the way they are. Scotty, is this because you gained a couple pounds? Yeah, man, I'm all <laughs> conscious about it. You're, drinking, you're jumping. I know. Yeah, I'm like, man, I could be one of them, so quick, <laughs> I got to get in the good graces of them. Uh all right. So we got uh, the Vaughn villains. Uh, that beat uh, Hugo Knox. Hugo Knox and Tucker Knight. Is that correct? Yep, both are NXT signed talent. Okay. Uh, right. That Hugo Knox guy looks like a million bucks. Yeah, he looked at a cool look. And I Tucker Knight him. looked a lot like uh, Bullfit. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. You can tell that they let Bull go so they can bring this guy yeah, in. This guy, I like that we like this better. Uh, Von Villains beat them. Uh, not a squash. They got a little bit of offense in. But, and, and so they should. They're not squash. enhancement talent. They're guys are trying to build in the future. Squash. <laughs> What'd you guys think of the, their matching polka dot t- uh, tights for Knox and Knight? Uh, I didn't even notice. Oh, I yeah, they, they both have polka dot tights on. Good. Uh, yeah, they've been working together a little bit for a while now, right? Those and, two? Yeah, yeah. Just putting over everyone. I don't think they have any wins. Not no, not yet. Anyway. It's one of those things where you put people over forever until they move up. Yeah. Uh, Emma. And uh, what's her name? Dana, Dana Brooke oh. had a uh, a little promo, pat on the head promo that they do so yep. often talk about their upcoming match. And then, yeah, Emma's working. That's me patting the microphone. Oh, jeez. I, oh, I, I was checking to see I'm, if you were still on. No, I thought he was checking to make sure I was in front of the mic. Nope. Nope. You're good. None of that is right. Nope. Uh, see the chemistry that we used to have when we were all it's in all one gone. room. It's all gone. It's all gone. Uh, Emma defeats Santana Garrett. I don't remember how. Uh, Emma Locke. Emma won with the Emma lock. Yeah. Uh, Santana Garrett has been wrestling for since about 2008, from what I've seen. Mm -hmm. She used to be on TNA in 2010 and 11. They have just a mob, a litany of talented female wrestlers always coming in and out the door at NXT right now. So uh, whether it's because they came up through the Performance Center or they're swinging through on a little indie 
couple nights in, it seems like every time there's a new new girl face there, she's very good at wrestling. Blue pants. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a little while now. Yeah, Leva Bates is back to the indies. Good for her. God bless her. Uh, Regal makes a tag match backstage with uh, uh, Nia Jax and Eva Marie taking on Bailey and Asuka. I think that's uh, next week or the week after or something. Good. They do a lot of advanced bookings where you need to like write down when stuff is happening because William Regal will say like in one segment, next week this is happening, two weeks this is happening, three yeah, weeks this like, is happening. Whoa, 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 slow down, <laughs> yeah. Bill. And then, yeah, and then in your head you're like, okay, is two weeks from now that match or is that a new guy yeah. coming in? You're like, I don't recall. I guess I'll just watch and which see is, what happens. Which is okay because then you just tune into NXT and you're like, oh, this is tonight. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And it's like, I remember you coming home for NXT a couple weeks ago and I was like, okay, is this the triple threat for the number one contendership, or is this the Divas Championship match right. with yeah. with uh, Bailey and Carmella, or is this the the match that uh, what's his name um, Cruz is uh, wrestling Finn Balor in yeah. the non-title? Like, which one is this? What week is what? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. I like it. Uh, after that, uh, we get the debut of one Austin Aries, the greatest man who ever lived, keeping his name. Got merch, which is too. good. Yeah. Well. Uh, comes out, looks good, uh, seems to be playing baby face. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was contrasting which with you were describing his prior gimmick, and, it's, and for me it was like, that seems like he should be a heel, but maybe they bring him in as a baby face because... You know maybe a bit more about him than I, because I kind of caught just a bit of him towards my TNA watching. Yes, can just starting to yes. Just starting to kind of hit it. Um, <laughs> is, is He was just kind of like a... Uh, I can assure I'm you, better than you. Yeah, yeah I can assure you, Scotty. I don't know more about Austin Aries than Warren. <laughs> okay, um, Austin Aries. From what I've gathered, uh, I actually watched a lot of his TNA run. Uh, when I first started watching, he was a babyface because he was like the X Division champion, right? And his whole thing was like, I'm beating guys bigger than me, or I'm holding the X Division champion. Uh, he did a thing where he sacrificed having the X Division championship, like he relinquished the belt to get a title shot at the World Heavyweight, and he won. Yes. Hmm. Um, so he's kind of like, oh, smaller guys can do that. Near the end of his TNA run, he was a heel with Bobby Roode in a tag team. And yeah, his thing was very much, oh, I'm better than you. I'm just really good at what I he do. He was all, yeah. nana nana boo boo, stick your head in doo doo. That's a, a real good chirp, real good playground chirp. Yeah, you know it. Um, uh, so I'm excited for Austin Aries. He's a, he's a good worker. He's a good mic talker. And even just walking out to a crowd. Yeah. Like, how over did he seem from just Very coming old. out and unbuttoning his jacket and saying, I've got a WWE t-shirt. <laughs> I'm here, motherfuckers. Yeah, very much so. Uh, so he's he's coming down to the ring to meet William Regal, who's introducing him. And uh, when he gets almost to the ring, Baron Corbin comes running out, attacks him, throws him into the apron, and he bumps like a motherfucker. He sold it like a shotgun. Like yeah. He sold it like he was dead. And then uh, Corbin hits his uh, end of days on the on the floor. And uh, walks up, and uh, me and Warren, I think, both agreed that this just made so much sense. It did. Um, and and that, so two things with this. Number one, it made a lot of sense because I remember reading this in the spoiler of when it blew up Twitter that Austin Aries is in NXT and has signed, and here's a picture of him walking out with his shirt on. Mm. Uh, and then I remember reading that he was attacked by Baron Corbin and thinking, why? why? I don't. That's a weird thing to have happen. I don't know if I like it. But now that I've seen everything else play out yeah. and the way that Baron Corbin feels that he was screwed out of that number one contenders yeah. match. and He's yada, got yada, the beef with William Regal. That he and... would come on and attack this new guy that William Regal th- said was their best signing ever or one yeah. of their best signings. As well as like the Baron Corbin character very much doesn't like guys from other promotions or yep. 
oh, we, we've signed this guy from Japan. Go or, back to go, ROA. Go back to Ring of Honor. And I then never I'll, worked there. Yeah, I was like, you never was there, but thanks. <laughs> uh, and number two, uh, the standing at the bottom of the ramp waiting for the guy to attack you from behind yeah. thing would have to be the most terrifying thing to do as a wrestler because you know he's coming. You know he's going to hit you, but you don't know how hard, and you don't know when he's going to yeah. hit you. He knew when. So you just have to stand there and wait to feel for him something. To hit you, he, he and then you don't when. know if he's like just putting his hands on you right. to run towards the ring to throw you into it. Do you bump? Do you hit the apron? How far do you jump? Do you make sure you don't go head first into the apron if that's the exactly. situation? Exactly. But I thought uh, Austin Aries did a really good job. Well, if you get a chance, watch it back. He totally knows when. Like, there's a signal. As soon as Aries puts his hands to about neutral, like halfway down to neutral, Baron starts running. Mm. So there was a cue. There was a cue. Uh, next up. So I'm kind of excited for that program. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, it has potential to be really good. Next up, uh, Samson gets his weekly squash against Steve Cutler in what, for me, has become the week-by-week worst part of NXT. Uh, yeah, I fucking hate the Drifter. I know a guy named Steve Cutler, and it throws me off every time I hear that name. Like, <laughs> what? Why do they keep saying cut? Oh, right, because That's his name. name. That's good. That's why they keep calling him that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what um, his mother named him. The thing with the Drifter is that I they brought him in however long ago, and there's been no progression whatsoever. I don't know anything more about this guy than the day he walked in, uh, other than he once played a guitar and he hasn't really done it since, and now he's playing the air guitar. Yeah, I was going to say, that's absolute bullshit. Now he plays the air guitar. How much I, more progression right. do you need? Yeah, I just, I don't know. Where where, where does this go? Where I, this I don't think he's a great worker either. Like, I, there's something about it, like, he just doesn't sell me as, like, like, Hugo Knox. I'm like, yeah, that guy looks like a wrestler and the way he moves in the ring. There's something about Elias Sampson and the Drifter character that it just, it doesn't click with me. Well, and I don't know, like, it's probably really hard when you're just squashing guys every day, but I don't think he's even had a chance to look good. Like, he hasn't looked good with what he's had, but it's not like they've been like, okay, we're going to give you, you got 10 minutes, minutes to talk or something and, yeah, like that, right? Exactly. So, it just feels like they, they hope that on the, the gimmick alone of the guy who wanders from town to town with a guitar or whatever was enough to get him over. And originally people were intrigued, and then, the vignettes were good. Yeah, his vignettes were good. And when he walked out yeah. originally, people were like, ooh, what's this going to be? Oh, see, he and lost then, me as soon as I saw his scarf. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, see, like, as Brandon said, as soon as he debuts, you instantly don't give a fuck anymore. Like, it's gone. Yeah. It's just gone. So he wins that because he's won all of those, and none of them have been like, oh, no, he's starting to get it. Uh, they uh, hinted at a Hype Bros Von Villain feud here. Uh, when the hype bros cut a promo, and then the Vaughn villains came from like behind the curtain, which was and great. Looked it was very cartoon esque. Yeah. That's, where, that's where the bad guys just, hide. Like, kind of creeped out and like, yeah, like <laughs> it was great. I thought this was brilliant. Yeah, the the Vaughn villains turning heel actually could work really well because it, the, just in their expressions, the guys have great faces for being expressive, and instantly when they make that little frowny face or they look angry, instantly you're like, yeah, they're bad guys now. Yeah, they need to change that theme though. Which is which is a pattern in NXT for me right now. There's a couple themes that need to need to get changed up. Sure, I just want it to be like slower down, like play. And that's all you have to do. Do I the could same do it. theme. Yeah, I exactly. Could do it and in just my do it. Minimal experience in editing audio, I could fix. That. <laughs> you just play the record slower, man. You yeah, play it at like 15 down. instead of 30 or whatever. Exactly. Uh, last up, we got our main event is Finn Balor versus Neville. Uh, Phineas. Phineas. Yeah, Phineas Balor uh, versus Neville. Uh, non-title. Uh, just a bit of a exhibition of skill and talent, uh, and it was a very good match. It was. 
Tremendous match. Really great match. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor wins. Again, kind of, they're building this whole thing where it's like, oh, if he hits you with the bloody Sunday after he hits you with the coup de gras, then he respects you. He's like, he didn't think the coup de gras could take you down. Which is, yeah, it's different. I, I don't know. It's a weird thing to do, though. The uh, the move itself, or just no, the, the explanation of right. him only doing that to people he thinks yeah. deserves Which it. They've only been, they've only done it twice where they've said it. Yes. Uh, it was yeah. uh, Apollo Crews and 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 no, Neville now, yeah. uh, where they where Corey Graves has gone off and been like he knew he knew he wasn't going to keep him down with that, so he had to hit him with the 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 other one, bloody Sunday. That's the one thing that like about this match where I'm like. That's odd, because Neville finishes a lot of guys just with the stomp, right? Ne- uh, or, sorry, uh, Balor? Yeah. Balor. Balor yeah. just, bam, yeah. stomp, it's over. his title with the stomp. So he, he did a double stomp, and then felt the need to hit a vertical suplex. It just felt so weird in terms of, like, these moves are very different, but... Well, it's not it, a vertical. It's like a brain buster. Is it more like a brain buster? Yeah. He, the guy's landing more on his head than his back yeah. when he does okay. that one. Yeah. Maybe it was just the way that it was filmed, Maybe or the way he hit it. Shot, I was yeah. like, vertical suplex, eh? And he's, they're not landing on their head per se, but they are landing on their head in the way that the WWE always says they're landing yeah. on their head. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to go back and look at that again just to see like how he lands on it. Yeah. I totally thought it was just playing old vertical suplex. Yeah. And they did a respect angle at the end yeah. where they shook hands Handshake and raised and... each other's hands. And... Was it? Mm. Good. See, this should have closed the show out though. Yes. That, that handshake should have closed the show, not in an interview segment, because that was awkward as hell. I know, and they do that a lot in NXT. They've had shows go out with, like, William Regal doing talks from his office. Arguing yeah. with the ref. Yeah, well, and those, at least, that's part of the True. match, but yeah. the yeah. ones where he's sitting at his computer, I was like, you should have put this right before that before match. That. Yeah. Wrestling matches should go out on the ring. Like, I want to see somebody, like, on the turnbuckle, like, not waving to the fans, but being like, yeah, as the fans are in, like, celebrating with him or booing him. Mm. And it's like, that's all we got for NXT tonight. See you guys next week. Verse being like, all right, now we're going to cut to this awkward backstage segment where both guys look like the awkward couple who doesn't want to be there. I know, and these it's not like these were, like, still the show killer promos. No. It's not like this was really important stuff to say. Like, they were good promos in what they had to say. Right, but you We'd can, kind you of you heard put them anywhere. Yeah, you could yeah. put it anywhere in the card. Closing with it seemed weird. Yeah. I agree. Okay, uh, let's talk about WWE Roadblock. I have four matches, Warren. That's all there is so far. Okay. Let's pick them. Now, this is, I'm hearing, uh, plan to be uh, a three-hour block, which means yeah. they got to announce the shit out of some I heard matches. two and a half, but easily could be three. Right. Even two and a half. You can't, that's, like, you're asking these guys to do 45 minutes each. Yeah, yeah, uh, with the four matches. I think there's going to be a lot of stuff that's like, all right, Hypros get out there. Or, like, Ryder just wrestles someone as, like, a house show style match. Right. Like, Ryder versus Stardust. So, uh, first up, let's say NXT gets the, gets one match on the card so far. Uh, the Revival. That's uh, yeah, They're going with that name moving yep. forward, I guess. Should have been the Mechanics. Uh, against Enzo More and Colin Cassie. You're soft, you're sloppy. I'm taking Enzo and Cass. I'm going to take a double disqualification, a double DQ, a count out, something Wait. greasy will happen. I'm going to use shit. I think shit. This, I think this goes on. Yeah, the belts don't change. Until that, that card the same weekend as WrestleMania. I think they have a rematch there. Okay, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say Enzo and Cass win. And then I'm going to say they brought drop the belts at that WrestleMania show. 
back. And then they're on the roster? Or to I somebody else? Maybe to somebody else. Bob or Dylan. maybe back. Yeah. Uh, and then and then they're going to jump. Okay. So I'm going to take uh, Enzo and Cass there. Yep. Scotty? I said I took Enzo oh. and Cass off the get-go. Warren? Uh, I'm you gonna, said you're he's gonna, got double <laughs> DQ. He's got double DQ? Uh, I'll, technically, I guess it's the revival. I think will retain retain the titles. Sure, but no, we're not we're not really scoring this. Anyway, yeah, this, so. this yeah. one's more of a for funsies. Yeah. Uh, tag team championship match. Uh, WWE mm-hmm. tag team championship match. New Day against League of Nations, which is fucking weird. Uh, represented by King Barrett and Sheamus. I don't know why you don't have Rusev in this match. But yeah, I would rather have been Rusev and Sheamus. Mm, you do you. It's getting one last title shot for you. <laughs> Out of here. There you go. Uh, New Day retains. Yes. Keep keep the belts on New Day until Mania, at least. New Day retains and turns face. Okay. Like like full on. Like it'll be obvious. Okay. These We're gonna guys know. are faces now. Okay. Yes. Good. That's gonna be weird with them being faces. It is. But- I like them being tweeners. Where they sometimes are baby face, like they'll they get a baby face reaction because they're good and funny. Sure, but they'll still say shit to heal on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Bray Wyatt Brock Lesnar in a underhyped but very interesting match. People involved. Yeah, they didn't do anything about this on Monday, did they? Uh, no. I think the commentator said something, but neither guy said anything. They talked oh, about it. Near Bray the- did. Bray had a backstage promo. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. And yeah. Byron and Michael Cole had a quick little back and forth where they showed a clip from the Royal Rumble. Right. Yes. And yes, they yes, were yes. like, look, Lesnar was robbed or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to say Brock wins this. I, dear God, hope so. Yep. Wyatt's baby. No, Brock. Brock's got a win going into me. Yeah. Why doesn't even have a match for me. Yeah. So <laughs> Wyatt's need something, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, Dean and Triple H for the title. Triple H wins. Triple H more, like, 85% of the vote should be like, Triple H wins. But that interesting little bit, if Ambrose wins, what do they do with Mania? And that excites me so much. Because yeah. Yeah. It's, re- it's really up in the air. That's the thing, is you want that small percentage so bad. But I think if you're betting with your head, like, they're not going to... I don't yeah. think they're going to change it. I, I will pick Triple H to retain. Yeah. Um, I just think it might be a little too soon to have him drop it. Yes. That said, he's probably going to drop it to WrestleMania. So, but that's another three weeks. We shall see. Okay. Um, that's all that's announced for Roadblock right now. So, look for more. We'll just go over that for the time being. Um, maybe we're going to get to see a Divas match, like a three and. Lana will wrestle. God hopes so. Ugh. They're saving Lana for WrestleMania. They'll I give would that away like for to, if, they, if they had to do a Divas match, I would probably re- make it a, a six woman maybe and do almost identical what they did on Raw where you have, ba- ooh, what if they put all three of the triple threats ooh. on a team? <laughs> yeah, well, it's like I'd have Charlotte on a team with Naomi and Tamina, like bad guys, but I can't think of anyone to team with. Uh, then don't do the match. Cameron. Fuck. Okay, so Charlotte's on the on the team with Becky and Sasha. Then, no, no, no. Oh, Cameron's just filling a spot. We're not gonna. Paige we're, not, we're, not gonna we're not gonna. Is have Paige this match. good to go? It's not a real match. Or is she no, hurt? It's not happening. No, it's not happening. Is Paige hurt? No. Uh, I don't know. Paige has been away for a while. Yeah, she's been off TV for like she's doing, three weeks. Uh, like topless photo shoots now, apparently. Good for her. Nice. That's good. Okay, emails. First one is from Jerry. 
Gary. Keep in mind that he sent this email last Wednesday, so before uh, he would have seen SmackDown, before he would have seen Raw this gotcha. week. He okay. says, uh, I see you guys think Y2AJ are going to fight for the tag titles at WrestleMania. I think they'll fight for the titles at Roadblock, and Jericho will turn on AJ, and this will set them up for Mania. There you go. So well done. You just were a little bit... Yeah, this happened a little bit earlier than you thought, but very good uh, prognosticating. Uh, He says, New Day versus League of Nations at WrestleMania. I could see the titles up for grabs in a 3v3 match. What do you think, Jerry? I have no idea what New Day is doing at Mania. I don't really know. Very well could be League of Nations. Yeah, it could. I think I would rather see the Dudley boys get involved in that somehow. Sure. And maybe do multiple tag team. There was an idea floating around, I think I saw it on Twitter, of... Uh, this would mean that New Day stays heel up to WrestleMania. Uh, you give the Usos the tag shot, uh, the title shot rather, uh, and have The Rock in that match as the third Uso tag. Team. Oh, so The Rock and the Usos against New Day? Yes. So it's three on three, and it's just whoever wins, they get the belt sort of thing. Could happen. Hmm. Could happen. Because that's the last time we saw The Rock was, was when he working came that, out, yeah. and then he called out his cousins or whatever the hell they are to him, and <laughs> the Usos helped him. Everybody's The Rock's cousin. Yes. Why don't we have Nia Jax be the third Uso? Why not? Why not? Uh, next email is from Novapunk. Hi, uh-huh. Sapod guys. Uh, do you guys see Brock Lesnar retiring anytime soon? Uh, is there still good opponents for Lesnar to work at big events? I still want to see Brock versus Rock or Brock versus... Triple H, one more time. Thanks, guys. Uh, I don't necessarily... I mean, if it happened, I would... So, as far as the retirement, for starters... Yeah, we'll start with that question. I think he's going to fill his contract, which was three years, I think. Yep, I agree. And then from then, maybe you go year by year if he wants to stick around, but I think once once he decides he's done, he'll be done. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think once Brock hangs him up, we probably won't see him again in WWE. Like he'll or just in go, anything. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll just go, go live on his farm yeah. and fucking Saskatoon. Yeah. Occasionally you'll see him like on a hunting channel or some shit on a special on Shawn Michaels show or something. Sure. Um that being said, yeah, I could see Brock Lesnar stepping away as soon as his contract's done. Yep. Because there's be. another year in it after this one? Or uh, two no, more. I think there's two more after this one. Yeah, I could see him walking away. I could see Bray walking away before it's, you know, two thousand twenty. Brock. Yeah. Yeah, Brock. Um, as far as stepped away, if you ask me, as far as, uh, feuds wise, I really actually do kind of want to see, because I think it would be a fun build rock versus Brock again. I agree. Just with them going back to when they were first, like the rock was not young, but when they, the rock was small. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's very different now. And it was this collegiate athlete coming out of nowhere to beat the rock, who was the face of the franchise then. And uh, I think it would be cool to see them wrestle again when they're at such different points in their career where Brock has become this pro-fighting megastar and and The Rock has become this Hollywood megastar. I think you could do some cool stuff with that. Triple H and Brock, I don't think I'd complain about because it would probably be a good... Take it or leave it. Yeah, but I've seen it enough. It would be low on my list, I think, if I were to put together a list of matches that I want to see Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I can really only come up with three off this moment. And the Triple H one would be like my third one. Like I'd be okay if they did it again because the first sure. two times mm-hmm. it was pretty solid. Um, Rock Brock would be interesting to see, but I really want to see Brock Ambrose. So hopefully that does happen in Mania because I like the build and I like the idea of a guy who knows he's going to get beat up but doesn't give a shit about it. Like mm-hmm. just has no care. And the thing with Rock 
Brock, the logistics of will it ever happen? I don't think so, just because Brock is known as a kind of dangerous guy, and with Brock being this movie guy that, I mean, right now, obviously a different circumstance with this mania because he is currently filming something right now, mm. but I just don't see any movie studios that have any sort of contract with him, even if he's not filming at the time, to allow him to step into a wrestling wing ring with a guy like Brock. I think it, I think it comes down to you hope that the movie guys are either like the contract is either no matches or yes matches and don't know enough about wrestling sure. to be like, yeah, they're like no Brock Lesnar matches. It's, it's fake. Yeah. Like you can wrestle whoever you want. Like yeah. that's what you hope. Like I can see Brock or sorry, the rock getting in ring, but not with a Brock Lesnar, maybe triple H at the most, but everyone else it's like, all right, okay, you're going to take a rock bottom now. Boom. All right. People's elbow. Let's get out of here. Um, I think high up on my who do I want to see Brock Lesnar wrestle? Maybe even number one on my list, Kevin Owens. Absolutely, Ooh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, would be fucking unreal. A yeah. great match. I think those two could put on. Yeah. Um, I think Batista and Brock Lesnar is something that I would like to see. I get where you're coming from. I just have no will to see Batista anymore. <laughs> yeah. After Batista's last run, I never really want to watch him wrestle again. Yeah. Because he just showed up and was like, "Wait, what do you mean fans don't like me anymore?" Well, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I uh, would be really interested in seeing Brock wrestle um, AJ. Shane uh, McMahon. Ooh. Yeah. Brock AJ. Yeah. And Shane. Maybe Shane if Shaner was a little younger, though. If she, like uh, Shane that, doesn't give a shit. No. Yeah. Uh, it's Shane, all good Shane, until it's like Shane is legitimately hurt, guys. Like, Shane will be like, I'll do this match if you give me six months off after. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one for the year. Yeah. Uh, okay, last uh, That was email. a good question. Yeah, that was mm. good. Thanks. Uh, who was that? Nova Punk. Uh, now, last email is from Duncan. Dear the Sadicals, with a Z, like the Radicals. Yeah, okay. or the Radicals. Okay. That one sounds good. I want to be Eddie Guerrero for the Radicals. Is Dean Malenko in that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you can I'll be, be Dean. Dean oh, I'll be Chris then. That's good. Or you could be Perry Saturn. Oh, I'm definitely Perry Saturn. <laughs> I love Chris Benoit, but I will definitely be Perry Saturn because that guy is at least, at least The stigmas are, di- are better if you're Perry Saturn. It's like, oh, you're just homeless and on crack. You didn't kill anybody. I get head yeah. tattoos if I'm Perry Saturn. Yeah, you got That's a true. Mike Tyson-style tattoo. And a fucking mop. Moppy. Yeah. Uh, Duncan says, hope you had uh, some code-breaking good weeks. Uh, my weeks were strictly risk-taking. <laughs> Lots of AJ-47 in there. Uh, so last week, Duncan wrote in an email and said that there was some heat between me and Matt Eads, and I asked him yeah, last week you asked to write him. in and explain this to me, and that's what he does. He says, to answer Warren's question, Matt Eads says he was quite angry that you refused to play Rocket League with him after something happened and just sat there with your arms crossed, like, quote-unquote, like a child, hence the feud and the match uh, set for WrestleMania. Uh, so that Which was. I don't know how he could have said my arms are crossed, being that we were playing online. Well, first of all. Matt paid some mental picture. Uh, I that would have been on the show that I was not on. Yes. Because I did not recollect. I did not recall that at all. But when you were asking me about why he would have sent that email. Uh, you actually were like it was probably because of the rocket league because I because I rage quit, which I said last week on the show too. I think it yeah. was because I rage quit that one time playing with him. So that's exactly what it was. Uh, his question is: Should Y2J versus AJ be a gimmick match like Iron Man, or do you think it should just be a straight up match? Uh, no, not enough. Well, you depending do on how the next couple weeks go, if they trade wins or two, if the, if the falls are sketchy, or... I'd like to see two out of three falls. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would agree. I would like an Iron Man match, but, but yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> want it to be an hour. I, I just, if you're going to do an Iron Man match, I want more than two weeks to set up an Iron Man match. Like, an Iron Man match to me means that it really calls for it. Yeah. Like, you something could, to be like, okay, we need an Iron Man match to fix this, as opposed to just obviously a third match together. You don't feel like this, because you wouldn't have said that if you did, but you could argue that this has been going on for, like, five weeks by the time Mania rolls around. True. But I get what you're saying in that it doesn't feel like it has warranted an Iron Man match. Yeah, yeah, based on maybe, what I've seen. Yeah, maybe looking back on it when you get to WrestleMania, maybe we'll look back and be like, man, each guy's got two wins and they had they were a tag team and then they turned. Maybe by then it will feel like it deserves an Iron Man match. But I don't know if I want an hour of WrestleMania to ever be anything other than the main event. Like if you're going to have an Iron Man match, like I want it to close the yeah, show. Yeah, it's got to close the show, I think. And True. I Because uh, I think you're too burnt out after it. Oh, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. Like, it would hard for me to see an Iron Man match and it be compelling. Yeah. And then it'd be like, all right, now coming up as a tag team match, I'd be like, man, I got to go to the kitchen or outside yeah. for a little bit. You just made me watch wrestling for an hour yeah. of, like, important shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, and every minute apparently mattered in that match or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the best bet would be a two out of three falls, even though it's unfortunate yeah. we just saw that, even though it was on the free show and not a lot of us saw it. but it, And it no one happened. cared about it, really. I think I think you'd get away with that there. Sure. Um, would you take a Would you take a thirty minute Iron Man match, or do you think that goes away have, from the spirit? I would have no problem with it. Yeah. If they wanted to do it, sure. Takes away from having, like you say, that that match be a full hour. So right. I think I'd be okay with it. Mm. Uh, question number two is: After Raw, which Mania match or potential match do you think will be the show stealer? Uh, Owen, the Sami Zayn, yeah. I think is gonna be up there. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that one too. Uh, at the same for a show like for when I look at the way I've looked at this kind of match in the past, uh, Shane and Undertaker might steal the show for me if they tell a good story. Like that might be the one where after it's all said and done, me being like, man, I was invested in that whole thing. That was great. The spots were great. Yeah, Undertaker's always at least from a storytelling perspective, great. Uh, so I could see. When you kind of take, what do I expect from this versus what do I get? I could see myself getting a lot more from this mm -hmm. than I expect. True. Uh, and his third question, what is your opinions on a potential Triple H Wyatt feud? You guys think it would be a good fit for SummerSlam or is this going to be uh, next year's Mania match for Triple H? Uh, thanks. Love you. Keep on throwing the hat. Duncan at Brian Danielson with a one. Hats were thrown. Yes, they were. I think that would be cool like SummerSlam. Like, I think, I think Triple keep... H is your face in that. Yeah. Upon, It'd be like Triple H defends the company again. Yeah. Upon first glance at that, I was wondering how you do it, and I think I would go the other way. You'd have... I'd have Bray start being like, you know what? I don't like the... W this is all assuming that Triple H is still the authority and right. of that is all, nothing has changed. You could just have Bray come out and be like, I don't like the way that you've been doing things. You're not good at business. And then just starts fucking with him the same way that he fucks with baby faces with mm. his Wyatt family, but just starts playing mind games with Triple H, and people be like, yeah, this is cool. For me, I I, I kind of want that, because I'd want to cheer for Bray Wyatt. Sure. But even the way you just described all that, with them appearing at the, at the ring when it's dark, my head immediately snaps to, okay, I'm cheering for Triple H to fight these guys off. Yeah. And, and part of it is because I've always been a Triple H fan, but... 
it's tough to do the four on one thing and be the faces. True. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, that's all for the emails. You can uh, send us one, satpod316yahoo.com. Yahoo. Uh, if you would like to, that would be nice. Um, Quality emails today. Yeah, they were good. Uh, good questions. Real thinkers, real head scratchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it, right? We got nothing else? Nope. I, got I can't believe we forgot that Lana match. Yeah, that's fine. I remember when I like, laughed and giggled to you. I was like, Skipping well, something. Oh, okay. funny thing, the I, was, funny thing I thought you were just being Scotty. When I skipped <laughs> just the Ziggler, laughing at I thought of something funny. When I skipped the Ziggler backstage segment and yeah. then put that in, I skipped that and the Summer Ray Lana match. Yeah. So then you, you, you caught one, but you didn't catch you. I had to like yeah. flip mm-hmm. a whole page of notes being like, well, Where'd all we that go? shit doesn't matter. Anyways, we got there. Yeah, we, we got, got it. Done we got her done. Who fucking cared about that anyway? Uh, Summer you... one, baby. No. We'll be back next week. Boris is going to be here. We're going to talk about PWA 15. She's going to be great. I'm pumped mm-hmm. for that. Um, Jay Lethal coming to town. I'm stoked. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at SatPod uh, individually. I am at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Scottbox64. I'm Brando1990. That's weird that we're indifferent because I was expecting Brando to go because I'm always used to that person going next. Oh, yeah. Now oh, we're yeah. indifferent. We just said, I just thought you I always we go did, last. We, yeah, <laughs> we are, we're doing it the yeah. traditional it. way. We Stick know. to it. It just threw me off a little bit. Yeah. Uh, follow Talking Reckless Podcast at Talk Reckless Pod sure. on Twitter. <laughs> follow our friend podcast at Suplex City Limits at New Blood Rising. Uh, you did a Talking Reckless this week, yeah? Yeah, yeah. We uh, actually forgot to plug the show, and Matt had to go and record and insert it. Oh, good. And I was like, I bet you Warren wouldn't do that. Nope. No. God bless you. No, no Warren afterwards would be like, shit, next week we'll get it. Or if I did, I would just do it really shittily. Yeah. Like, at the end of the music, I'd just be like, ah, oh, listen to Talking Reckless. Right. That's. <laughs> I think that's what Matt did. Good. Um, good. The uh, Yeah, this week uh, was... My last couple weeks have been very... I'm not playing a lot of video games because, like I said, I'm just binging on Netflix right now. Uh, sometimes the other people don't play a lot of video games. Sometimes we just talk about whatever. And it's I think this show, about talking. this show is a little bit more whatever. Talked a lot about pets as we did on this podcast, yeah. which yeah. is good. So uh, Give them a listen. It's a good show. If you like video games, uh, that's where you need to go for all your hot video game news. Uh, we're going to be listening to the theme of WWE Roadblock, which happens to be Out of the Black by Royal Blood, which Ooh. is a tremendous song. Uh, and we played that on the podcast before, but uh, the pay-per-view rule trumps all of those other rules. So right. We're listening to that on our way out. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with Big Bad Boris to talk about PWA and hopefully uh, some more than four matches on Roadblock because that was just a weird thing. Those four matches uh, Scotty, do you think? Until next time, guys, keep on answering the 10K. Woo!